Hi guys, welcome back to the Pace and Power Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling. With me today, we've got the usual usual motley crew with us. Hammerson's recovered from his hamstring tear. He's back in training. Say hello, Hammerson. What's going on? Good evening. Ed? He said, say, he said say hello, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows no, when no. this is going to come out? <laughs> no, one, no, no one actually says hello. That's ah. the whole point. <laughs> Dixon there, bottom left. Now, Tim, he's got an injury. Howdy. Oh, best one yet. Pat there, top right. Boom. Hello. Last but not least, Temmy, top left. Hiya. I realise what I say where you are in relation to my screen every time. It's, it's not only can the listeners... I've, I've yeah. never once been in the same place as you've said. <laughs> <laughs> not only can the listeners not see that, that you guys can't see me, but there's literally no point. No, no, for your benefit entirely. It's only for my benefit. <laughs> it's world building. It's world building. <laughs> How his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Pretty! But today we are doing our best 11s from our combined teams. Those teams being Tottenham, Arsenal, Manchester United and Chelsea. Um, I've written down my team. I think this team's flames. I think I've got rock solid arguments for every single one of these players, but I'm sure... I'm sure there'll be disagreements. Was it like As your rock solid arguments in our episode last week? Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that's not quite that rock solid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to think about. I had to think about those arguments, and uh, it's affected some of my judgments. What not I? Okay, okay. For better or for worse. I I actually found it really interesting listening to the embarrassing moments one, like after recording your like weird trophy rant. Yes, thing. yes, yeah. You know, so there was there were some that. parallels in things you said about like <laughs> you know Spurs that that then so, came uh, H- up. So Sevens literally on on the video he put out today said um, he he made a video about the seven best players who have never won a trophy and he said at the end he really does think that uh, the uh, impact of trophies on a player's career is blown out of proportion even though it is big and I was like ah could say that Ed, Ed's ahead of the curve also here. a loser yeah Ed's <laughs> ahead of the curve in my hackneyed way I'm right <laughs> okay. Structurally, what we're going to do is we'll go position by position. We're playing a 4-3-3. We're going to have teams that you think realistically would compete in the Premier League as, as a unit, as, as told by us. It's structurally, I think, for, the, for our midfield three, as I understand it, we'll have like a 6, an 8, and a 10 as our midfield, because I think that covers that. all, all yeah, the relative yeah. bases. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, of course, starting off, we've yeah. got to go with the most boring debate ever, the goalie. So I'll run, run by the option for Spurs. Obviously, it's Deris. Arsenal, you probably say Bernd Leno, right? Chelsea, Edouard Mendy. No, I'm, not, I'm not going to hear. I'm not going to hear Kepa, obviously. And then Man United. Kepa. I'd be interest, interested to see with Man United. Tell me which one you would choose. Uh, it's not Deris. Um, out, out of your two goalies, because it's two, 
I looked at your oh, list. Oh, 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 it's not Larice, you're right. Oh, R2 Goldie, which one do I choose? Oh, well, hmm. oh, that's so difficult. Probably, probably just about De Gea, just on, on credentials. But I want Henderson to be starting for us, don't, don't get me yeah. wrong. But okay. as our strongest goalkeeping threat, I would say De Gea, yeah. Okay, so you'd you be, you, out of all those names, which one would you be, be putting in first there, Timmy? Uh, I think that has got to be, and I suspect the only one from this team that's going to make it. I think that's Leno. It's Leno, the only okay. one. <laughs> I so has everyone else put Leno? Well, I was gonna this. Oh, I was kind of hoping for more of an argument on this one because I was gonna do a really like strong spiel about this, where I was like, uh, "Please give me this one." We're not getting it. Feels a bit, feels a bit <laughs> fabricated now. Okay, so I don't think. Basically, I think this is the only position where there's a truly strong case for the Arsenal candidate over the rest. So I'm going to say, you know, gimme, 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 put Leno there. I, Hammerson, so did, Hammerson, did you put Leno as your, as your goalkeeper here? You've got Mendy, haven't you? I mean, I, I haven't off the top of my head. I would say it's a close call between Leno and Mendy. So I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be happy to take Leno. All right. Um, well, obviously I don't put either of them. I put Luis and his wife. Um, Men's won a World Cup. Men's captain his side, his French side to a World Cup. Uh, uh, more uh, from, from the man who said that trophies don't matter two weeks in a row. <laughs> oh, oh different yeah. episode, boy. Good. <laughs> different episode. But, Good shout. But if, if we're talking about it's in the canon now. Favorite of yours is not going to make this team. I tell you that. Yeah. Right, well. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me let me give you my question. So he's won a World Cup. He's captain a World Cup winning side. I think he's got more Staffy's won a World Cup. He started, he started and captain a World Cup winning side. That mm, you have to I'll agree. That counts for something, right? That does count for something. Um, and I think Lloris It is, was three years ago. It was the last World Cup. Yeah, it's the last World Cup. What's the last World Cup? There's been um, no more recent tournament for him to be in. Yeah. But he can get a lot worse. His relative. <laughs> But if he really cared about getting into this team, he should have organised his own tournament outside of ours yeah. and and participated. <laughs> and, won it. and you think I think he is the oldest goalkeeper out of all of these. I think he's therefore the most experienced. And I, I don't know. I think his his deficiencies in goal, comparing goalies, is always the least interesting thing in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, I always think him and Leno. Him and Leno have similar <laughs> deficiencies, and I think they're very similar goalies in a lot of ways. I just, yeah. in yeah, my personal opinion, I just see it that Luis has more experience, has been there, and done more than Leno has. Therefore, I'd put him in. You're probably you're probably right. I thought I think if you're talking about you know if you're bringing past level into this, then De Gea is the only answer because he he was definitely the, at his peak. He was definitely the best of all these keepers. Um, mm. My my problem is that I Without think I think, I think Luis hasn't been good for quite a while now to be honest like this he i know i think at the start that's, of the season he was doing all right but he's 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 i think he's really fallen off a bit this season i i think out of all the out of all the candidates here larice would be my third or fourth pick i think i think that's crazy i think that's i think i think larice is second but i think like you're saying well speaking about him winning the world cup but like was leno even arsenal's first choice when he won the world cup so you can't really like use that as an argument for the here and now. Well, I can, um, you know, because Man- Manuel Neuer ultimately was a better goalkeeper than Bert Leno, and I think there was another goalkeeper above Leno. If I'm to Stegen, well, yeah. got to Stegen, Stegen like, well. Leno is unfortunate. Yeah, those keepers are also you, better. Yeah, than you, Leno, yeah. you can't claim Leno's bad because Germany are reeling out good goalkeepers. No, 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 that's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm saying more so that like it's not like Leno 
has been great this season, is it? Like, man's um, had a couple clangers. I mean, I mean, okay, okay. the Wolves game is the obvious example, but <laughs> that was that was so fucking funny that I think he should be in this team just for that. <laughs> but I, know, I, I did, I did want to. I think this is the key thing to bring up with all these keepers is that apart from maybe Mendy, but he's got a very very small sample size. Let's bear that in mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apart from maybe Mendy, every single one of these keepers is is like horribly error prone. They all are, and and it's like the type of errors they make are obviously really high profile. It's just Unfortunate that at the time of recording, Leno's horrible errors have been the most recent. So it feels like he's done them more. I don't like think we can more. really include Mendy in this list until the end no, of next season. Also, oh, is Kepa your nomination? <laughs> <laughs> Will he come in? Yeah, the worst <laughs> keeper in Premier League history. Yeah, I well, think ultimately, I think ultimately, I'm happy to have Leno in there. I don't think it's too close a call and ultimately goalkeepers is not it's the least and position ultimately that you can't compare yeah Yeah, we'll move away from this horrible position i'll note that down we'll chuck we'll chuck leno in goal i'll have that because you arsenal guys you won't be getting looking when we go there (laughs) yeah there's not much else let's start let's go right back um so i'll put forward my choice spurs's selection would be serge aurier obviously i don't think he's (laughs) near this team but he's obviously the premium Spurs choice. Pat, could you tell me what? Um, th- this is it's not. No, it's, it's, it's definitely not Bellerin. I, I think he's our worst right back. Um, I am going to have to say Cedric. I I want to say Maitland Niles, but he's just Oof. not. He's not asked about playing there. So this he's is also a, on loan, and that's yeah, not exa- loud. Oh shit, yeah. So it's it's Cedric. Uh, I'm not going to bother <laughs> making an argument. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, so yeah, the main Next. discussion here. The main discussion here is. Wambasaka or Reese James. I think that's we all or agree Reece on James, that, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's Wambasaka. It's Wambasaka, isn't it? Let's, I think it's Reese James. Let's let's hear their respective arguments for it. Uh, Temi, do you want to go first and put forward Wambasaka's uh, credentials? Look, I I don't want to sound old-fashioned uh, with this next statement, and I think if I didn't, if I if if Wambasaka didn't play for my team, I probably wouldn't believe this so firmly. But I mean, he is a right back his main job is to defend and he's the best one at it like yep. as a right back he's the he's the best defender i think there is going right he's so good the problem is he's not that great going forward nowhere near as good as reese james he has improved on that though i just think that wambasaka has a bigger and better impact on our team than reese james and i, I love reese james i think he's a great a great fullback but i i think wambasaka does edge it he does edge it. he's so good at tackling can read can read the game so well. Mark basically any winger out of the game and does it all the time. Um, and his crossing's got a lot better. He's quick, good turn of pace. Yeah, he's got to be my pick. Um, hearing everything Temi's saying, and he's right. Like Wamsaka is improving going forward, but like the way football is now, fullbacks are meant to be good going forward, and Reese James is very good going forward and he offers so much more in that instance his crossing is just otherworldly what, like what do you can... think of what do you think of james defensively i think a lot of fans have blown his shortcomings defensively out of proportion like obviously the general fan ratings would be if we were to do it trent the worst James the second best and then Wamsaka the best at defending. That's that's the yeah. obvious comparison. But I think a lot of people have 
Chelsea fans included, like at the end of the tail end of last season, he was in pretty pretty crap form, and a lot of people blew it out of proportion. So I've not Reece, really Reece seen James, him. Yeah. Made, <laughs> I've not seen him make that like many, if any, defensive errors. Where is he right now? Where is he at this moment in time? Out of uh, Reese James, Reese James, and Reese Flames. He's two thirds Reese Flames at the minute. He's <laughs> oh, he's like he's, he's Reese Flab. <laughs> Reese Flab. Uh, I think with both uh, fullbacks or wingbacks, when whatever, he displaces Trent, this is going to be our fiercest discussion. I think this is so tough to call, and I think say it's a World Cup. It is very. You're, ta- you're taking both of these guys, and you're leaving everyone else, but everyone else behind. And it kind of depends on the team that this team would play against. I think. But because yeah. I'm a yeah. bit old-fashioned, form, form is basically just a d- tactical decision, literally. Mm. That is and all because, there is to it. Yeah, I agree with Timmy more. It's one of those where I just think uh, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I wouldn't be really fuming if, if you guys went Reese James. I just think Wamsak is that bit better, but it's not. I have much, much stronger opinions that are to come later in the mm-hmm. the episode. <laughs> you Arsenal, you Arsenal guys, what are you, what are you saying? Because obviously, I'd it's us, be willing us three are the to. I think it's almost worth leaving it until we check the rest of the team because, like you say, if it's a tactical yeah, I, decision, I think, yeah, I think we have to die. You've got to die by it now. <laughs> and we, we uh, make... should, we, should we have a vote? See if we can see. I think our team is going to be like ultra A. So I think I think go Wan Bissaka. That's I don't think he's that lacking in so lacking in attacking ability that you write him off. Like he's yeah, think... like he doesn't put in the same crosses as some right backs, but it's not like it's not like he's firing the ball out of play every time he gets into the final third. No, he can do it. I think just like Hamilton said with uh, James's defending, I think I think uh, Wambasaka's attacking shortcomings have been blown right out of proportion as well. So yeah, I'm actually going to vote not not too strongly, but I actually side with Hamilton on this one. I prefer Reese James out of the two of them. Um, I think just to that put surprises it, me, Pat, you know. Yeah, I don't like agreeing with you, but I I just think that um, <laughs> Reese James's defensive problems are to me less extreme than Wambasaka's attacking problems. Um, I just think Reese James. It, it, this is why. Yeah, this is this is why I am happy with Reese James going to the Euros over Wambasaka. Is that I just think Reese James is a much more balanced right back, in my opinion. Uh, I think he's, I think they're both really good players, but. And also, ever since someone pointed out that Wambasaka runs like a swastika, I just can't take his attacking seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, oh. I, I think it's I think it's really close. But I, ju- I if I was going to sign one of the two, I would definitely want to sign Reese James. Oh. Well, I Down think I have, I have the casting vote, and I think I, I'm obviously changed by my own experience as a Tottenham fan, having Sergio and Matt Doherty at right back. But I'm definitely. <laughs> Fairly surely going for Aaron Wambasaka purely because I kind of like the I like the old fashioned idea of a defender fundamentally being a defender first and an attacker second. And I'm kind of anticipating even with the other wing back, this is going to be an extremely offensive team. So we're going to need someone that's just going to do the hard yards. And there's no one better as a right back, at least maybe in the world. I'm going to say right now at doing the, the, the hard yards and the defensive work that Wambasaka does. So I'm going to chuck him down. He is going to be our right back. All right. Shall we do Shall we do the centre-back as a pairing? Or should we do one and then the other? What do you think? Let's do one and then the other, I think. I mean, it'll be difficult to do one and then the mm. other. because you're... Oh, yeah. Arguing for two at the same time, I suppose. Okay. I'm going to start with my pairing. And this might 
I don't know. It might shock you guys. I'm going to go for Harry Maguire and I'm going to go for Gabriel as mine because I think between them, I think they cover all the big bases in which centre-backs need to cover in terms of uh, positioning, physicality, the right sort of mind to be a good centre-back. And I think between those two, that could challenge for a Premier League title, in my opinion. This was going to be my exact nomination as a pair as well, actually. That was my pair as well. That was my oh, nice. <laughs> wow. Okay. What did Chelsea have to chuck at it? Tiago Silva. Too old. Too old. Legendary centre back. Oh, Probably would have been would have been in the team of the season if he hadn't got injured. I've got. Mm, I mean, I've got. A, I've got a really picky argument to go against this, right? Uh, and it's it's one of these sort of arguments that I actually normally find really annoying when it comes to uh, joint 11s and everything. But it's. I think like. Uh, Harry Maguire is my number one nomination for this. Uh, I think I- I've quite strongly stuck with Maguire uh, over the past couple of seasons. I thought it was a good signing just for too much money. Um, I think he's a really, really good centre-back. And I think his deficiencies would be made up for by a player like Gabriel more than like Thiago Silva. Um, I think the way Harry Maguire plays, he wants a quite sort of dominant centre-back next to him in terms of physicality, aggression, because Harry Maguire is good in sort of you know in the penalty box, blocking all of that stuff. I think you'd be surprised how aggressive Thiago Silva is, to be honest. Like his his general leadership and like boss man attitude on the pitch is mad. Um, but he's he's gonna like break a hip if he goes into a challenge too aggressively. I think yeah, I think you can't put Thiago Silva in there purely I mean, by virtue of his that age. Almost, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It annoys me too much because I'm looking at this team and I'm thinking like this, we've got one relic of the past in here. Let's keep this forward thinking, you know, <laughs> who's our manager, Jose Mourinho. Oh, we got the manager as well. Shit. Um, oh God. No. Um, oh God. <laughs> I, I'm not picking I think it's quite easy to be fair. Um, right. No, so, who I'd pick. Yeah. I don't, I don't, let's get, let's get, we'll get, we'll get into and that. And the other internet. option, I'd also argue that Zuma is also better than Gabriel. I'm not going to lie. I think, Gabriel, I think, I'm not gonna lie. I think Zuma is your is Chelsea's biggest challenge to that too? I don't think it's Thiago Silva. Yeah, if you'd come with Zuma, I'd have had more of a conversation about it. But the fact that I'd, you don't, I'd really, I'd take Silva, either or over over Gabriel. Nah, you have mm. had your chance. Um, okay. Also, um, I think may, maybe this is <laughs> a bit too a bit too critical. But Chelsea playing in a super defensive back three, it really masks a lot of these centre backs' problems as well. Um, like, I mean, before this season, everyone was saying that. Zuma, Rudiger, Christian said were all utter clown defenders. And in a no, form, no one had ever said that about Zuma. Only the other Z- two. Zuma is a little bit of a clown. I do like Zuma though. Um, I, nah, he, he gets it. The the clown potential is purely out of his like movement and locomotion, like the way he passes. He's just a very awkward looking player. But yeah. He is very, very sturdy and assured in possession. I promise yeah. you. Do, sure, do okay, you I see that? To be fair, do um, guys I'm have... saying it's purely a bit of the racism. Maybe, yeah. Do, do you think know. that um, of the would you, would you guys agree that Harry Maguire would be sort of nailed on as one of them? I think Harry, Harry Maguire has has to get into it. I think he's. I he's think so because we all have smelly centre backs. Yeah. yeah, he's not. Look, he's he's not um, Beckenbauer, is he? But I think he's definitely the the most assured, biggest sort of centre yeah. back that we've got, massive you know slabby I mean? head Best of a well. bad bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Maguire's shortcomings are like over talked about i i don't think he's as much of a bozo as people like making him out to be 
he even if I like fee. I've watched, I've watched Jones, Rojo, Smalling. I, I know what a bozo looks like. Uh, <laughs> Harry Maguire is, is, is not one. Is, well, no, Harry, Mag- Harry Maguire does look that. like a bozo. If he looks like physically. a bozo. <laughs> but, uh, but when he's defending, he doesn't he doesn't stress me out that much. Um, I worry about when he gets turned. Yeah, but, slow. Oh, God, if I wanted to put a centre-back to block, to block a shot, in the world, he'd make top five. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if we're just talking, just quickly for our listeners, if we're talking about... Um, Harry Maguire in a physical sense. I think it, a slight tangent we need to go on here is the fact that our, our host, Edward Dowling, gets constantly compared to Harry Maguire. <laughs> yeah. looks wise. I mean, I was... this Euros is going to be, it's going to be a big one for me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, the, as, as the chief uh, Harry Maguire impersonator. And I've got to ride out for my guy at all costs. And really, when he's not doing well, I'm not doing well. You know, he was in, I, I, was in, I, was, I was in the pub with you when, when one of the other guys, one of the other like patrons of the pub asked if you were him. <laughs> Yeah, no, in the World Cup, I got people stopping me on the street. Tell me, you were there, weren't you? Um, a guy stopped, stopped his car in the middle of the street, ran down his window yeah. and said, mate, why aren't you in Russia? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Sweden tomorrow or something like that. I was like, fuck off. But obviously, I got to ride out for my, for my guy here, Harry Maguire. Yeah. And I'm glad he's doing a bit better now. But I think, Hamson, we're going back to Zuma, though. I think Zuma would challenge for that other centre-back spot in both Man United and Arsenal in this instance. He would pair, he would be Gabriel's pair at Arsenal, Maguire's pair at United. Yeah. I just don't think yeah. he's better than either of those guys to be in this pairing. I think he'd be third, though, for me. Yeah, yeah I think he's mm. next to me. Does Tottenham have a nomination? Who, who are you going for? No, it, would pro- it would be, <laughs> I think Alderweireld, like, Two years ago, would get into this defense. Now, he's lost the argument. Past it. Um, Sanchez, too error prone, and Dyer. I don't even want to fucking talk about it. It's a shame because I was a big, big fan of Alderweireld's before. Massive fan. I thought he was a great centre back. Classy operator, wasn't he? Classy yeah, operator. Him and Vatongan, that was a great, great uh, back two right there. Not hey, winning so anything with it. Not winning anything with a centre back pairing that good is, is a shame. Yeah, criminal. Mm-hmm. Dixon. Um, fuck off. Dixon, I wanna I wanna <laughs> what was your what was your pairing? Because we haven't heard your and we haven't heard yours either, Hamson, to be fair. But yeah, Dixon, if you could run us off what your initial idea was. I I would go for the two Maguire and Tiago Silva personally. I think that'd be an incredible thing. <laughs> there you go. I, 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 I heard, Dixon. I heard I heard Ed say uh, Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> now I would go for <laughs> Okay, you go Maguire and Thiago Silva. I just think with those two, like if they get turned by a somewhat agile striker, that they, it's a goal basically every time. Oh, Jamie Vardy versus the two of them. Oh, horrendous. But I can see where you're coming from. Uh, Dixon, please. No, I, 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 I mean, I agree with the first thing that was said. I think Harry Maguire and Gabriel has got like what you need out of a pairing. You've got like your big bloke who's blocking shots and like winning all your headers. And then you've got Gabriel who's like a bit a bit faster i'd say a bit better with his feet S- spraying a couple more passes yeah. good I'd good passer gabriel he's more yeah. of a smarter def- harry Maguire is the brute and gabriel's a bit more of that oh you know i'm, I'm <laughs> the <laughs> modern the modern center back you know he's running yeah I, I think gabriel, i don't know if it's like, brazilian bias but he does he, he, he's a smooth operator as well yeah I would say. <laughs> see um, all of these points you're saying are making me think tiago silva his positioning is by far the best out of and his, and his 45 yeah and, and the pension <laughs> the, pe- the pension he received from the government makes me think otherwise so <laughs> all right so so yeah, far yeah. we've got we've got leno in goal 
Wandersaka at right back, Maguire and Gabriel as our centre backs. Left back, okay. Um, I think this, this is, is a good a contest. Tough, We've all got one of this. We've had this debate on the podcast already, haven't we? <laughs> we yeah, have. we have. <laughs> I want to start off. I want to start off fresh. Hammerson, I want. I want what, what is your perspective on this, Hammerson? What? Who are you choosing? I mean, obviously, I like Chilwell. He's a decent player. He's not a world beater, but he's just decent. But mm. I think as he will be the left back in the Premier League team of the year, there's only one choice, and it's Luke Shaw. That's uh, very eloquently put, and very correctly put, I think as well. Um, I, this is such a tough because every like, single T- one of our clubs is also a good player. Yeah, yeah, there are there are four so really good left back. Yeah, that's the thing. I would really love it to make a case for Tierney here. Yeah. But like I think we we agreed last week that Shaw has been the best well, left back in the Prem this season. I Dowling. I'm, no, <laughs> no, no I'm going to shock you guys. I put Tierney down. Whoa! I listen oh, back. Okay, I listen back, okay I listen I'm back I'm back at it. I'm back at it. I listen back. Listen back to what you Tierney's thought. in the team. I looked up his stats, and he is basically exceptional in most games he plays. To the point where I think for Scotland, he is a generational player. Like. Him and Robertson somehow come around at the exact same time in the exact same position, but I truly so believe he is an exceptional player, especially in that shoddy Arsenal defence. Shoddy, yeah. now, shoddy defence. Let, let me talk about Scotland playing the Faroe Islands last time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need to come on to the Faroe Islands. Oh, yes. you got a hat-trick of assists against because, the Faroe um, Islands. Yeah, but the best what thing about player? it is that he wasn't even playing left back here. He was LCB with LCB. Robertson as left wing back, like the the cre- the creators left left back position yeah. the Tierney, Tierney the, got the, shifted. the nice one Tierney got shifted for for Robertson and still managed to have three assists when Robertson had none <laughs> I, I would love to vote for Tierney and I and put it this way he's like the only player apart from Saka in Arsenal's current squad where I have that constant fear that a bigger fish are going to come and snap him up um, mm. I'm looking at this summer win- summer window. I'm seeing City's need for a left back and I'm very scared um, because Tierney would tick so many boxes for, for City, I think. Um, uh, he's not a City player though, is he? He's not. No, he's not glamorous. He's he's not glamorous. He's not continental. He's not. He's too much pale of a pressure. He, he's, he's a workhorse, but he he doesn't do it with the style of like your Cancelos, you know. He's very un-Arsenal though, isn't he, really? And he's he's made it work there, but I yeah. I didn't think Tierney's not really an Arsenal sort of guy. But if he's you, if, just if made you, it work. Yeah, if you told me that Tierney was uh, Arsenal's left back in the 1965-66 season, I would probably have like, <laughs> agreed with you. Um, he, he's so old fashioned, and it's like I'm watching him. I'm like, how is this working? <laughs> like, how how does the the opposing right back fall for this every time? Is he going right. to go inside? No, he we goes got, outside. I would put my vote down for Tierney hesitantly I'd say but I just I'm so confident he will be such a good player and he's already such a good player that I he would be my left back but but Temi let's hear it for sure um I think even though we're making these claims that he uh Kieran Tierney will be a great a great left back I'm, I'm sure he will um but you know he's he's only two years younger than Luke Shaw like he's not he's not he's not 19 uh Luke, Luke Shaw, old Luke, Luke Shaw, Shaw. Five. It's just because he's been around for ages. He's Luke been around Shaw, forever. He's been around forever. Shaw has been the best left back in the Premier League this season, whether you like it or not. Um, and he 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 is 
as I said in the previous episode, he is, while I agree that he's absolutely maximising his powers, I don't think there's no room for him, for him to get better. I think there definitely is. But only all I would add is consistency, really, like, to do it for years and years because there's nothing more I'd ask for from my left back. Um, mm. So that's why I think, even though, look, Tierney's great, Chilwell's great, um, and, and Regulon's great, who we haven't even talked about, but... I think Shaw's a standout because he can do everything as a left back. When he's on the ball, I feel very comfortable. When someone, anyone, is running at him, I feel very comfortable. Um, he wins balls yeah. in the air. He muscles players off the ball. His first touch is really good. Really assured in the tackle. Great crosser. Great dribbler. Ole, Ole says he's one of the best finishers side as well. Uh, that's such an Oleism. Yeah, I'm not going to accept this. Like but, that's okay, the most sure, anecdotal I, piece I, of I'm not saying that you can possibly give me. Yeah. I'm not saying that would be true, but as as Ole said that he was up there with, with Mace, only Mason better than him, um, I think that he's probably a, a pretty good finisher, right? And so, and that's not even. If, that's if not Cavani, I'd feel. Yeah, I'd if feel, I was Cavani, my agent is. If, 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 if I'm Cavani, I'm fuming, yeah. right? <laughs> get me back to um, get me back to if, if I'm, right now. If I'm Rashford, I'm I'm not best please. Be that as as it may, I think I think Luke Shaw's the whole package. Um, yeah. And I think mm. to pick someone else would be us being contrary, and I don't want to do that. We so never, never like to do that here on the Pacing Power podcast. <laughs> a, a, a brief word on on, Re- on Reguilon because I think these are such all strong options. Yeah, um, I wholeheartedly believe this man will be world class when he's in his prime, whenever that is. How old um, is he? I think he he might be the youngest of the lot. Actually, I'm I right feel now. like he is. He's like 21, 22. He might be 23, actually. But if he's 23, then, yeah. 24. He's older than Tierney. He's, he's, he's literally six months younger than Shaw. Oh, dear. Okay. He's older than he's <laughs> older than Chilwell as well. The needle, but I do think left-backs, I think they do peak slightly older than the most positions, right? You know, it's a bit more of a experienced position. I, I genuinely believe he will become a, very, a top, top left-back. I think you've made that up. I think you've made that up. (laughs) I think that's been pulled out of nowhere. I I think you're thinking of goalkeepers. (laughs) (laughs) Every position on this list we're going to go through and he's going to tell us that experience makes it. Left backs tend to peak peak around 35. (laughs) No, but I feel like... they're getting their pension. <laughs> you think about the best, le- like Marcelo was like 31, 32 when he was doing it with, with Real Madrid consistently. Yeah, he was doing right? it for years. No. Yeah. But I think his uh, prime. Yeah, his you, prime... Can't compare more, you can't compare Reggion to like Marcelo no, no, and Ashley Colson, the greatest. Marcelo's 32 now. Oh, yeah, well, okay, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> he's past his prime. He's well past his prime. Marcelo is currently 32. Right, my, point, my point is, Reguillon is good, okay? Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a damn sight better than Chilwell as well, so. I think that is incredibly harsh, and here is why. I don't think he's the choice of the four, obviously, as I already said, it's so sure. But if we're talking experience, like in the last, consistency over the last, say three or four years the choice is Chilwell Reguilon didn't do anything he's I only been at Spurs six but he won, he won the Europa League with Sevilla I mean so, Shaw yeah. has been so on and off for the last five years and Tierney's only just left Scotland so I think if we're basing it on more than just this season then Chilwell is the obvious choice he was great at Leicester as well that doesn't mean that, he has that, more experience than Shaw we're not even talking about experience yeah. 
no, no, I'm, I, I no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we're extending the, like you said, with Mendy's sample is a bit small. We're not. I, I, we're I, I think, extending I think that. Then, if you're, if you're going for the, if you're going for the experience pick, then I still think it's Luke Shaw. I think Luke Shaw has been better for longer than Chilwell has. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely Luke, Luke Shaw. For Luke, the experience, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, Luke, Luke Shaw. Luke, Luke Shaw's been around for every injured. Really bummed. Luke Shaw was young. Yeah, was young he has really year nominee in like 13, 14. He's been around for ages. I think he was great at Southampton, but I think he's personally sucked ever since he's been at United. That's until what, I mean, this season, he was our best player. He literally won our player of the month for the first two months he was at the club. Then he broke his leg. What more? It's two races. What more do you want? From <laughs> he should. He, he should have hobbled out there. Incredibly, unfortunately, <laughs> he broke his leg, but he did. <laughs> like, and that is a sli- that, that is a slight against his otherwise good. Leg. He, he should. He should have made the choice to <laughs> have it amputated and get a bionic leg, <laughs> so he'd come back stronger than ever. A rocket-powered leg. <laughs> um, call, call that call that a uh, an educated left foot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so I think we have to come down to a final decision here. I I don't know if I've been swayed here by by the short argument. I mean, tactically speaking, it would keep another Arsenal player out of the team, which I'm always happy <laughs> to do with that because I don't think Arsenal are getting in for the rest of this team. But we have had two no, already. Midfields are I, I prefer Tierney as a player, but I will say Luke Shaw is better right now, and ultimately that is what this is about. So yeah, I'm gonna go over Luke Shaw. I'm 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 fairly happy with that. Yeah. Um. Um. That is exactly how I put it. Ed. Yeah. Okay. I'm content. I'd I'd rather have Tierney of the two at my club, but I'm not really going to argue this point because Shaw's I don't been think... the best left back in the league this season. Th- that's an interesting point because I don't think anyone in this podcast would trade their left back for any of the others. No, I don't think I would. No, no. there's there's not enough in it to bother really. I just think having <laughs> having a dynamic left back it really can change a team. I, I mean, obviously now these days fullbacks are more important than ever, but like. It's such a difference having a good having good fullbacks that, as we've seen, has been a difference in winning titles and not. You know, for example, when yeah. Liverpool won last season, it's because they're the best wing-back pairing in the entire world. Um, and it makes such a difference. And I think our teams would definitely not be as high as they are now uh, if they did not have these left-backs that we're talking about right here. Yeah, Tierney's definitely allowed us to plumb the heights of 10th uh, place. <laughs> <laughs> Talk our number six, our holding midfielder. Spurs nominee would be Pierre Emile Hobier. Arsenal, Arsenal guys. Yeah, it's out. Uh, Thomas Party. Yeah. Oh, would you say he's a holding midfielder? Um, I'd say he's the. Uh, we don't really play with a with like a number six. Really, we play with two sort of two deep deeper line midfielders. But if I have to nominate a player for that position, I'd nominate. Oh, Who else really? is going to be El Nenny? <laughs> I thought like, I thought you would. I thought you'd put Party in the eight instead of the six. I think his skills. I know that he's more... an eight. I, 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 he, I think he's more of a six than an eight. I think, I think he's, he's more of a six. He, he, he but he, he's do... not like your brute of a DM who does yeah. nothing yeah, but put in heavy he challenges. I, I think. I mean, one thing I've been surprised about since he came to Arsenal was he like he is very very good at the progressing play side of things. To be honest, the only player in the world that I'd want receiving the ball and driving at a midfield 
is Ndobele, really. Like, he's Partey coming, is, don't worry. Yeah, I know, I know. Partey is so him good at that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I would have put Partey as an H and not yeah, as but I don't want Partey I think the there in Ndobele. Oh, you're Party. thinking tactically, okay. I want I want both in I want both of the team because I no, would like I, both of my team in real life. I would say the difference no, that no, I'm so looking right. at here is that party is never ahead of the ball. Yeah. Like right. w- whereas with an with an eight, you kind of expect him to get ahead of play a little bit. Show party's always behind the ball, like spraying forward. I guess a really good way of putting it. So party would be your nominee. Tell me who would be your Manchester United holding midfield? I guess it'd be Matic, right? No, Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay. Oh right, yeah, that's right. But um, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and push Scott above Party. However, I think he does have some things to his game that Party doesn't. Scottish. I love Scott. I think he's a passion merchant. I think you put him in <laughs> the big game. Really reminds me of, of your Fletchers, your Parky Sons. Some of the reasons we won some titles. He he leaves it all on the pitch every time actually really like good striker of the ball a good passer comfortable in, in possession not not a fantastic tackler but he does try he does run around the hills of attackers and a lot of time that's yeah. what you need um but yeah i'm not i'm not overly passionate about him mm. this very season. solid player very very solid player yeah. but i don't think he, he would be in the discussion for this for this nomination i think hammerson i think there's one clear clear and obvious choice yeah. for this one isn't there yeah. the the only choice in my opinion the mm. one of the greatest Premier League midfielders of all time, Mr. Ngolo Kante. I agree. Yeah. I think, and yeah. to go into my vote straight away, I think you, I have to respect Eredij. I have to respect the Premier League. <laughs> and I have to put Ngolo in there. As good as yeah. I think Thomas Partey is, he was, I didn't put him in this position on my list, but I think Partey's such a good player. You, you just can't look past Ngolo. Even Ngolo Kante now, like, Ngolo Kante years ago, like, we don't even talk. He's... We just say, "Okay, no, no, we're no, moving no, on." No, no discussion. If it was, if it was two, three years ago, we would rush over he's this. Just it's just Kante. Yeah, he's like Thomas Partey's a player that I, as an Arsenal fan, am really excited about. Uh, I think he's one of the best in the world in that position. But I love Kante. I think he's brilliant. I think he's the best. The best there is to do that job. So I vote for him. That's true. Yeah, I think finally with with Hoybier, I think he is a genuinely very very effective player at the yeah. job he is assigned to do. You know, he's made the most tackles in the Premier League this season. Has he? Um, yeah. I thought it would be Wabasaka. He is very, very good at the things he is told to do. But obviously, he's slightly uh, one-dimensional in that way. And obviously, Kante is Kante's generational. Like, you, can't, yeah. you just can't look past and go over Kante. Yeah, I think Scott McTominay and uh, Hoiberg are quite similar in this respect, where, like, they're both players that any club would like to have uh, for what they bring in their specific role. But I just think they are quite, quite limited compared mm. to your Kante's, your parties. Um, I think if you I had a te- Hoibier at Arsenal, I think he could enhance a uh, party in ways that you, we've not seen yet. Personally. I agree. I agree. I would really like a, I think a, like a, a Hoiberg party sort of double pivot. Uh, I'd be excited would... to have Basuma there personally. Yeah. I think that would have party looking more like Ndombele than a sort of number six. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and moving on to our number eight position. Finally, I get to roll out the big guns. And with my number eight nominee for Tottenham, Tangi Ndombele, I think this guy is the best dribbler I have ever seen in the Premier League. That's all I'll say. I agree. I love him so much. He's my favourite player in the Premier League, possibly including Arsenal players. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> no, nah, obviously exaggeration. Um, but I, I think he is a joy to watch. I think he's the best player in the Premier League to, uh, to watch by a million miles. Mm, if I could watch, I if I could watch, Grealish, nine, but... oh, Grealish is up there actually. But if I, I could watch, if I could watch uh, eleven and Don Belles play football against each other every single week, I would. Mm. Who would um, be the Arsenal nominee out of interest? I abstain personally. Jacker, the dynamic box. Jack, box no, because Jack, Jacker is a six <laughs> as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it probably should be party here, to be fair, but we've yeah. already fucked that. So let's in, just say some bias and not talk about it. Terms, so many times in the purest them. terms, it would be Willock, right? Willock is the purest eight at Arsenal. Yeah. Willock's on loan at Newcastle. He's, but he's also we, bad. Yeah, <laughs> um, oh, I don't think he's as bad as he's made out to be because he's only I ever been played though. as a. He's such he, an eight. Yeah, he, he um, yeah he's only ever been played as a ten, so he's never shone when he's had the opportunity. He's on loan at I think, Newcastle. Come on, <laughs> I think he I think he has been Newcastle's best player since he's been there though. Um, and a lot I've seen a lot of their fans um sing his sing his praises. Uh, I th- I think he could be a really good player, but obviously the jury's out on him. So yeah, um, mm. I would like to see Emil Smith Rowe play there one day. Uh, yeah. but okay. not worth talking about. So, all right, Manchester United. There's some strong options for Manchester United for the number eight. There are. There's one. It's Paul Pogba. I, I can't. I, and this yeah. is why. I, while we've we've gotten caught up in this Ndombele chat, and I, I do love Ndombele myself. Um. Oh God, Pogba. I think still what what a player, what a proper proper footballer. Every time I see him, still every single time I watch him play, he makes me gasp. <laughs> Or or he like breaks someone's ankles. He's just I just think he's he's so good. He he he's got pace and power, and that's like like seventh and eighth on the list of the of his. Oh athlete. yeah. Um and obviously the first one that um Yasunas is in, in co. <laughs> I, I just want to put that. Tim, Tim Sherwood. Yeah. I would put his top accolade as his ability to piss off Graham sooner (laughs) (laughs) above any of on on pitch abilities they they don't put they don't put that on an ultimate team card though (laughs) yeah Yeah, rattling ability is underrated (laughs) he passes so well he shoots so well um he I think when your team is playing uh and I've seen this so so bloody many times especially before Bruno came when you're playing those side to side Boring, boring, Mourinho ball. Um, I, I, Pogba is one of those guys you want in your team to just do something, run past yeah. the man, try X-Factor. a pass, try a little flick. I really love him, and I think I am so biased towards him that I can't tell how how justified it is. But yeah. and I'm not really sure how he can get past this. But um, his hair has stayed the same. <laughs> 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 you said that so sincerely. I thought you were going to say like, "Why hasn't he won a title or something like that?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul Pogba's. I think personally, he's such a close second to Tongi Undumbele. I just think everything Ooh. I love about about the game, everything I love about watching football, especially <clears throat> in this in this Mourinho team where the football isn't great, he still somehow shines. He still somehow. Shows himself to be a player whose dribbling ability I have not seen in the Premier League, whose style I have never seen before. The way yeah. he can beat players, I've n- literally never seen a player do do it like how he does it. You're talking um, about Harry Wiggs here, yeah? You know, <laughs> Ryan Mason, <laughs> take a bow. <laughs> this goes on and on with your Huddlestones and. This brings me on to something I did actually want to say, which is there is one midfielder who he does slightly remind me of, and it's um, Dembele. 
It's Dembele, well, but it's it's like he's less reliant on his strength, and it's more like quick wittedness and agility, yeah. which, if anything, is more appealing to the eye. It's more yeah. like, well, how the fuck did you do that? Like, there's a compilation yeah. somewhere, I'm sure, <laughs> on YouTube of him just getting out of danger, getting out of like three men on him, and he'll just do some shit that like I've never ever even it, my brain wouldn't even think to do that, let alone my body do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's he's the epitome of the ball in a telephone box type situation, isn't it? Like, yeah, so he's unbelievable. What about his other stuff though? We talked a lot about his dribbling. What, what else does he bring? His vision, otherworldly. Otherworldly vision. He hasn't quite, because of the way the team is structured, he doesn't often get a chance to do it. But there's been, especially in the early start of the season, some of the through balls he played to Son, who'd be you know, on the on the shoulder of the last defender. Just, Jesus Christ. If, <laughs> if I could suggest one clip to you, it would be his assist against, for Son against Southampton early in the season. It, it's like, an absolutely fantastic bit of play in all regards. The vision, yeah. the skill, uh, the agility. We haven't even talked about Chelsea. Kovacic, I don't even want to talk about Kovacic. You're like, he would be your number eight. I was about to, about to guess <laughs> it. I was going to let you finish it. Are you going to put Mount eight? Could do. No. I think that's your no. best way out of this. Because Mount's not getting 10, I don't think. Okay. No. no. Mount's, Mount's not getting either which i'm slightly sad about ten, but... ten's gonna be a very horrible and very agenda filled conversation i think i think we all know that it's, it's gonna be easy but we'll get on to that i'm sorry guys we just have to put it put, you'll have to move past it i'm gonna have to hold off on mount for mount for 10 and yeah you just called it my pick would be coach mateo kovacic okay um who i, who I think is i think is great he's really Fine, kicked yeah. on the last yeah. season or two he's he's really really got better and better um now here is my hot take I do not think that there is that much difference between Ndombele and Kovacic. Well, I, 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 I was going to say no. I was going to say is ever so slightly better, but I don't. Think there's much <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we had a coughing fit. You take that back right now. <laughs> I, I, I was literally. I think that say, is so wrong. I was literally going to say that I thought Kovacic was bad and Ndombele. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, think, I don't think I think they're actually quite similar, and I don't think there's that much in it. As, I think Kovacic is so would, song would weird. love love to make out. Oh, okay, okay, Harrison. I, I don't think Ed can talk, and, and I'm, I'm personally, <laughs> I'm personally the only one with an option against Ndombele here. And I just have to say, what you've just said about Ndombele is horrible. I can't believe you would say that about. about <laughs> no, I'm not saying he's a slight I like against Kovacic Ndombele as well. I like Kovacic. Kovacic. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a good player. I like him, but come on. I think he's you're a good talking player. about you're talking about champagne, yeah. Versus like I don't know that crap you get from the corner shop. Yeah, F one F one versus go kart. F one yeah, versus there go-kart. is no. I don't think there's any comparison. Well, they play yeah. quite similarly. Kovacic's inability was... to shoot actually pisses me off. It's so bad. It's <laughs> peak. Oh, he can't shoot to save his life, and that is my problem. And that is where I was going with it in that I think the only choice for this now I am very critical of him but I think the only choice for this is Pogba he's, he's clear of Ndombele what he offers going forward goals, assists and Ndombele he doesn't compared to Pogba that is Ndombele I think looks better when he plays and, and that's quite difficult because Pogba looks incredible when he plays he, yeah. he, he flies yeah. through as well but I think because Pogba also also is really aesthetically pleasing, obviously not as much as Ndombele. And I think Pogba is actually, for me, he seems more productive. Ed might have a stat to... Yeah, that's, it, that's exactly but what I'm saying. I think, I think you're probably right. But Pogba seems more productive to me. No, I wouldn't. I, I, I have to go with Ndombele. I'm sorry. I think Ndombele is 
is so clear and he appeals to every single thing that I like about football. I think that's wild over Pogba, I'm not going to lie. I think Pogba but is too the thing about The thing about this whole argument is I'd be very happy to just have Ndombele as my eight and Pogba as my ten. Exactly. No. And, no. and to be honest, the more I think no. about it, I'd rather have, dare I say, Pogba as my ten as opposed to Fernandez. Oh, well, let's get on. No, no, no. We'll get on to this in a minute. I because... understand what you'd rather have because of weird agendas, <laughs> but, but, and I love football, but, but I, I understand what you'd rather have. But we have to move on to this now. Okay, fine. Put Dombele <laughs> wherever you want. I don't know where to down. Signed, sealed, delivered. He's there. Yeah. I'm sorry. I... You guys are crazy. You guys are committing <laughs> football crime when you when you talk about finance like this this guy is having an insane individual season an insane individual few years and then everyone's like oh it was only in portugal the numbers that he's done for a cam in england are ridiculous makes our team way better he's his work rate is incredible his positioning is incredible his shooting is incredible his passing is incredible his dribbling is incredible i cannot (laughs) believe we're even having a conversation isn't incredible can't pass well can't pass well look like rat next (laughs) (laughs) i understand how hard i'm being baited at the moment but it's been months and months and months of you guys saying i had to i had to argue in the pub a few months ago with sam and ed about who was better out of fernandez and los celso and i just can't do it anymore i can't do it anymore that is the best that is the best agenda i've ever heard tevi why did you get drawn into that that is no because they were both so serious The Celso is my pick. Um, I think he's more dynamic. (laughs) (laughs) I've not seen him take a penalty yet, but I'm sure he strikes a penalty. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Um, so obviously the Spurs number 10 is not even worth mentioning. It would be Lacelso. Obviously, no, he's not in the discussion. uh, I don't want to talk about him any more than that. No. Chelsea. Let's let's go with Chelsea. Who are you playing? there's two, isn't there? For for the sake of balance, it would have had to have been Kovacic at eight and then Mount at ten. And I I think obviously he's incredible, but Bruno. Simple as oh, that. That's not fun. Can we, can we speak? Sad, it doesn't have to be really fun. It just me. has to be true. Okay. okay can we okay, speak okay. briefly can about um about 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 Kai Pavard. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. think he's looks. I think he's looked a lot better when we've because originally Frank was playing. Angolo was a six, and then Mount Havertz is two eights. But I think Havertz has looked a hell of a lot better when he's been higher up the pitch under Tuchel as one of the front two. So I think Havertz is below Lacelso, in my opinion, personally, right now. I think Havertz. <laughs> I think Havertz, Havertz is below Lacelso's who I'd have to pick as the Arsenal player, which is Odegaard. I'd, I'd, I'd agree. Yeah, Odegaard no, I, and I think he's and I think he's below Smith Rowe as well. Genuinely, genuinely, just not. I'm saying Havertz is playing as a forward rather than a midfielder. He's yeah, not but he's having he's having to be, he's he's ha- with he's having he's to be shifted higher. around to be accommodated because he's been shit. Like I, I've been so disappointed in Havertz. So disappointed. I thought he was going to be the next. Like well, I was, I was so excited for him to be in the Prem. I thought like I even I put the Chelsea hatred aside, and I've watched him, and I've I've watched a guy who can't fucking control a football. He's oh shit. yeah, he's he's Chelsea been incredibly underwhelming. Like. I think you've got that wrong in the sense of saying he's being accommodated because he sucked. I think it's a case of actually trying to find his best position. 
like because like he, when he was in when he was at Leverkusen, he played as a right wing, he played as a left wing, he played as a forward, and he played as a midfielder. Yeah, but so, Bundesliga was just yeah. Bundesliga is the go out there and have fun league. Like, exactly, that's, that's what I mean. It's not okay to accommodate every, to every Bundesliga title. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would say I, I am really interested to see how Havertz does next season. But, but like, there, I'm a big, kick I, I'm a big believer in like young players needing a long, long time to to not be judged and everything. And I normally really subscribe to that. But when I'm watching Havertz, I'm not seeing like the fundamental things that are going to make him good in the future. Yeah. I'm just not seeing it. Like. Um, he should be able to I'm do the basics. underwhelmed as hell as well. If, where's he going to play? Is he going to play as a striker? Because that's a whole different discussion. I think he's going to have to be a, a, a second striker, centre forward. In a front two, I can't see it otherwise. I always thought I he was like an really ins- inside be. sort of right kind of player, occupying the, yeah. the, the, you know, the forward space and the right, basically. And he'd be yeah, cutting in on his left. I don't think he's a right winger either, so I think he'd have to be better no pace. as part of a front two, like oh, actually, thought Bernard was, but he is just bad. Yeah. He, looked, he looked quick in the Bundesliga. <laughs> he, he looked quick. Where, where uh, the defenders no, are running through treacle. Very, very, very. <laughs> Can I just talk that. about Bruno Fernandes just really, really quickly? And I'm not, I'm honestly, I'm not trying to bait anyone here. He is my pick and he's my pick by a long, long way. Let's get out of the way. He is the only correct answer. I'm not pretending otherwise. But Bruno Fernandes is overrated. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, well, no, no, he, no, he's not. He's not overrated. He's not overrated. Um, he's molded the entire definition of a number ten around him. Uh, what I want to see is a number ten. I don't think Bruno Fernandez is that good at it. I really no, don't. I agree with you. I agree with you. Like, I think as a whatever the Bruno position is, uh, be it second striker, be it you know, just be wherever the hell you want, and you'll be great. He's fantastic, right? I, I but I, I watch him playing in number 10 and like so against obviously against all the big game in against all the big teams he doesn't really affect games in the same way um that might be because of how united play that's fair enough and i do think the flat track bully accusation is a little bit unfair but like as a number 10 you can't be going out there with a 60 70 percent pass accuracy and uh, and not have to talk about whether he's a number 10 at all here's 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 what you're failing to see and i really do think it is a failure Go on, go on, go on. I, I just think it sounds like what you want from a number ten. It mm. doesn't try anything. The the reason his pass his pass percentage is so low is because he's always trying to squeeze a ball through. Shouldn't be this robotic little little Brett who only who only ever like hits the pass exactly. He's trying to spread that pass every time, and he gets it all the time. Otherwise, yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't be doing the assist numbers that he's getting. I I do, I do understand what you're saying about about his pass percentage. Thing is, when he plays, what I just because the rest of the team really does need that person who's going to try and play that ball, especially when Pogba's yeah. not fit. Um, I don't care, Mrs. Men. No, I, don't, you- I know, and I've I've made this I've made this argument before as well, and I, I think United, United, current United, and Bruno are like the match made in heaven because yeah. Bruno gets as much license as he wants to. He has a license to try as much as he wants, and if it doesn't come off, it doesn't matter because he is the main match. Yeah, exactly. And he's he's obviously an incredibly talented player to be the main man. Um, I just think you have, you know, part of this is is my, what I like about watching football, right? Because I think Bruno is like aesthetic acid. Like mm. he, I watch him and I, I like, my eyes are bleeding. Um, <laughs> but then he'll get, he'll get, then he'll get a goal he, and assist. So it doesn't matter. He's not a 10. And let's I not forget the like... important thing. He's ugly. <laughs> oh, very, very ugly. I think if you because I think these days in the Prem, 
there's not I think the, the 10 is as we all know has died out as the position effectively. I think we're trying to shoehorn him into a position that he doesn't belong in, frankly. And I think if we run it back I don't I think, think he's, you can I, ascribe him to a traditional position. I think he's like a shadow striker almost. He lurks yeah, in the space the strikers don't yeah. occupy. Um, yeah. I think if you run it back five years ago when you had your Urzils, um, I think De Bruyne played a bit more forward. You had Ericsson. Ericsson was on yeah. top form. Your These matters, are 10s. Your silvers. Yeah. These are 10s. And, and this is my Bruno point is. about... I wouldn't talk about pass completion otherwise because I think a lot of people act like Bruno is like, oh yeah, well, every one of these 10s ever has has like... Uh, has either tried loads and loads and created loads, but has a like low success rate, or uh, try doesn't try as much, but it all succeeds. Like players like Özil had an incredible pass accuracy and pass success rate with even higher creative numbers than than Bruno Fernandez. Um, so yeah, I, I just think it's it's you know he's changed a position for good or bad. Um, he's the correct answer, but. He's an enigma to me. I don't understand him. Do you think if you had a better striker, Fernandez would score less? No. Like a better through the middle striker? No. Um, if you get if you, get if you get if you get Erling Haaland or something like that, I do not I cannot see a world where Fernandez scores as many goals. Uh okay, I understand your point, but I think I think he gets like somehow way more assists, even though he's hitting like an assist every other game. Okay. So yeah. I uh, think my main issue with him is in a 10, I want someone who like, he just loses the ball too much. I want him to only play the pass. If the pass is on, I feel like he, I'm like, like you said, he's, he's there to like get the other players to go and score goals. Yeah. But a lot of the time when I watch him, I feel like he's playing through balls that no one was ever going to be getting. I saw and I think described... I want like an I want like an like an incisive pass from yeah. my ten, which he just doesn't give. Oh, I of saw someone he does. He no, no, plays no, no, incisive no. passes every game. That's yeah, just, I, I, that's just that's just not I, watching it. I know he does. I know he does. But I know exactly. I've got a picture in my head of what I just described, and I see every time I watch Fernandez, there's like three or four times. And I know you're talking about this, like you know, high risk, high reward thing, and it works. And you're completely right. But the the times it doesn't come off are like what was he doing? Like yeah. he'll 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 chip a ball that will just go straight out of play. It's like even if it was the fastest player in the world, they wouldn't have got that. Um, it's just like he's not a technically secure player, is what I'd say. Um, I saw someone just said quickly, Tammy. I thought um, I'd like to hear your opinion on this. I saw someone describe United's style of play as like chaos ball. Um, <laughs> And I see it, and I think it is exactly the word I've been looking for to describe how Fernandez plays. <laughs> Go out there and have fun, ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, all jokes aside, like Fernandez is the only choice here. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I Take just don't doubt. like. It. I, am, no I am gonna make. I am gonna make another bold claim. <clears throat> Go on. When Mount is twenty six, I think he may be a better player than Bruno. In what uh, way? Just, just, just to find better. Um, I think he'll be better at a lot of things. I, I think, think they're different players. At a lot of things. I don't. Uh, I don't I, think Mount is a ten. I think Mount is an eight. And yeah. I think he'll be. Yeah, he'll be better I, I, at like think, all the I things an eight is better at than a ten. Classically. Yeah. I think he's going to settle higher up yeah. the pitch. Like, because yeah. his pressing, his pressing is that good, yeah. and he's, he's he's just mm. that fit. I, th- I think he's definitely, and he's also. He does a fucking but, um, uh, a shampoo ad, doesn't he? Or deodorant ad or something. Um, so, oh, yeah, he does, he does sure, doesn't he? Yeah. Imagine, imagine um, Bruno doing a sure advert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think what rubs me what rubs me the wrong way with Fernandez is it's like his personality isn't what you'd expect from a 10. He's so relentless. He's so like that like Cristiano Ronaldo relentlessness. Yeah. But a 10 is meant to be diminutive and kind of quiet, but then popping up with a bit Cute. of genius. Yeah. And he's just not that yeah. guy. I think we oh, 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 he offers too much. I understand. You are obviously it's just why people I think people don't know what to make of him, and that's why they don't rate him as highly as I think he, he's obviously a, a, a world class player. Let's be, let's yeah. be real, he's world class. But people don't know what to make of him because he's neither one thing nor the other in terms yeah. of traditional positions. And just sorry, just to round out my thoughts quickly, and this will explain, I think, a lot of my my bias is that like he's so anti-Arsenal creative DNA. He's so anti-Vengable. Um, that's what I grew up watching. That's what I I grew up watching some of the best that position has had to offer. And while maybe not better or worse, he's so different that my mind just can't come to grips with it. Yeah, my brain don't don't understand just, none of it. Yeah. Just finally. <laughs> while I while I understand that you're not saying that he's not the pick. I do think I think you're doing him a great disservice. I really do. And I, I, I it's probably my bias talking because I I'd I'd rather have him than any ten I've ever seen. But like I I just You've ever seen uh, that, that that was you, hyperbole by the way. In the, in the all that was hyperbole. Kaka, Ronaldinho. That, that was hyperbole. Let me carry on with my point. Yeah, go on. Um I think he can play the pretty ball all you want. It's just the it's not it's not there for him at the moment. There's no there's no there's no one around him to play the pretty ball with. But when he when he when like Pogba's fit, the way they link up that that's 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 pretty stuff. Unfortunately, yeah. the options that he's got, he can't he can't thread it that well because when Martial's playing at the moment, he's not making those runs at the <laughs> no. back in the last season. Fernandez was 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 beautiful, like beautiful yeah. to watch when when Greenwood was flying through and Martial was flying through. He's only got Rashford really, and they've got a great understanding. And I am going to finish up, but uh, I think I think you've done him a disservice. But yeah, he's maybe maybe. I I, think... I don't want to hear about the players around him though very quickly because yeah. Frank, like I know I know he's completely washed now, but watching Özil try and play passes to Giroud, Awobi, and Walcott. <laughs> And still, and still, nearly, and still tying the record. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He's not, he's not as good at that as Urza yeah. was. I'm not saying that he's nowhere near as good. He's way better at so many other things. Okay, right. Do you guys want to start with right wing or left wing? I, I think, think right, right is the right correct wing the, to start on, and it's also the weaker position. So, mm. all right. So I go for the Spurs right wing nominee. Now amended. I'm <laughs> going to go for. Uh, a one Hyung Min Son. Um, I don't really think there should be too much discussion here. I think this is not class. He doesn't play right wing. He doesn't Are you play right wing. trying that? to get Nico Pepe in? No, I'm trying to get Bakayo no, Saka, Saka in. Oh, Jesus. I no, think that's no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I don't like it. Bakayo Saka okay. in his position versus a player who doesn't play there. All right. All right. No, let, yeah. let's, get, let's uh, go back. Let's go, tr- let's go traditional then. All right. Okay. It's Bert Bergwijn then. Oh, no, no, no. Bale. 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 Oh, Bale. Oh, that guy. <laughs> so yeah, that's my, why, my Spurs nominee for right really wing. really a debate here, is it? What? Like, I didn't get where you were going with it. My Spurs nominee for right wing in that case would be Gareth Bale. Okay. Lost it. Arsenal? Okay, Saka. Amazon? Now, our right wing choice is weird because... Like three, isn't there? Really? It should, going by... Classic right wing, Bzeek. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> but also we've because we've been playing because we've been playing three at the back, and Hudson Adoy has basically been playing as a right winger as well. I'm I'm going to pick Callum. Ah, oh, first name times again, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Are you part of the the backroom team? <laughs> Is that yeah? Uh, Hamilton. Hamilton's actually, uh, he, he plays for Chelsea. He's just been out on loan since birth. Oh, he's a Vitesse. That was Vitesse. Loan to the University of South Wales. I'd say, I'd say with Ziyech, I'd say Tottenham have two other better right mids than Ziyech, and that would be yeah. Eric Flippin Lamella and Lucas Mora. So, and yeah. Stephen Berkwine. So we've got, we got no, four right. better right mids. No, also, just, just talking about Son as a debate with Rashford is so much more interesting than forcing Son right because uh, they're, they're left wing, they're left wing. Just no, completely the best team out of them, and I think. But we've not been putting left backs at right back. Not, it wouldn't be it's to different force though. It's not flexible. right, by the way. He played there his whole time at Leverkusen. It's not just. It's not to force Son right. He can easily play there. He's two footed. It's not. It's not about forcing anyone anywhere. It's about making the best team out of the players we've got. I understand that you like Bakayo Saka, and he's do great, like Bakayo Saka. I mean, like, come on. <laughs> I, I, I think I know, but I think we've got enough players who play right wing and enough players who play left wing to keep to their respective positions. I think to have Rashford and and have Rashford or Son miss out on this team in place of a Bakaya Saka, in my opinion, would be criminal. <laughs> criminal. I think that's football. Yeah, football yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's it's criminal. But I'm saying, and if 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 we're allowing Son to play right wing, he is the right wing. Absolutely, he's much better player than Saka at this stage. But I, I just think it's not interesting for debate. Because then it's just, okay, so on, yep. It's not that you don't think it's interesting for debate. It's that you want you to want it. <laughs> I'm trying every trick in the book And I'd, th- I'd actually make a fairly bold claim. I think Gareth Bale will be still challenging there. Right the, f- the fact, okay, I think it's really interesting that's a bold claim. Uh, just yeah, to that say is that. interesting. It's very well, interesting watched, that has washed. to be... A, I'll, no, I'll, very, I'll be think... the first one to admit, Gareth Bale is washed, 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 washed. Yeah. But I still think a washed, world-class, generational talent would still get in there above Saka, who I think is a great player, personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Bale has all the talent in, in the God-given universe and the experience to match. One and of I the think best players to ever grace. I'd yeah, still I, I love, probably I love Bale. take Bale there in that position. I'll take yeah. Saka there, but, but... Yeah, I'm taking Saka. Uh, yeah, me too. My main problem is with this debate existing. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Temi, do, do you... Before we decide to just stick on there, inevitably, do you have yeah. a? Uh, who, who, uh, who uh, you... it, it would, it would, pro- it'd be Greenwood. It would have to be, but um, like one, I don't think that's the position he'll end up. Two, he's actually really, really good. I oh, should we? He's... Oh, should we? Should we put uh, Greenwood in the striker debates then? Um, I put no, him in the striker because debates. I. Well, I, guys, I don't think he's guys, in those guys, debates guys, guys, either. Guys, guys, guys. Let's just let's get one thing clear right now. Left wing striker, there is no debate, and I don't want to have a debate with you guys about that because it's clear, it's certain, <laughs> it's done. We're talking about yeah. right wing, and that's it. Okay, I'm going to put Rashford out to right wing because I love that guy, and I think he is the best of everyone else. Not a right winger, I know. I think the the big issue with that is that Son is definitely better on right wing than Rashford. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Saka, but Son's I, 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 position I so, is yeah. left wing. Put anyone, position is put anyone there then? Like, oh, let's 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 play. What? Oh, what are we playing? Are we playing asymmetrical? Two left wings and a striker. I'll set him. do that. I'll set him. do that. All right. Um. So, what, how are we gonna how are we gonna resolve this? How are we gonna resolve this? I'll just put Son there. He's just the put best. Son there. I don't know. Put Son there in a position he doesn't if, play. If we don't put him there, 
then it makes for a hell of a choice on the left. If we don't put no, him there, it doesn't. It doesn't. Sonny better play than Rashford. Oh, I was gonna put. I put Rashford. I think I'd put Son. No, I put. I pick Rashford over. I, I think I Rashford's think the best. Son player is in the absolutely clear. To be honest. Not Rashford, absolutely clear. I think he's somewhat he's clear. He's, I don't think he's absolutely clear. Earth. He's such a. He's like. I think Son is great, but he he's like a horribly streaky player. For not so of. much recently, and I think his scoring record. Or is he just ultimately, on a really ultimately, long streak? <laughs> ultimately, his scoring record speaks for itself, as well. I can say. I can just. I don't yeah. even have to talk to you about it. I can just be like, he's scored yeah. the biggest games. This guy is exactly. I swear, he's never hit crazy goal numbers in the Prem. Compared to the, compared to your Mane's, your Sterling's, he's always way off them. He's way off Rashford right yeah. now. I'm pretty sure before this season, Son hadn't hit more than twelve goals in the Prem season. Um, yeah, I'm I'm seeing twelve, thirteens there yeah. every year. Bear in mind, he's coming off the left wing though. Rashford yeah, is as well. Is. Rashford. But Rashford has been played centrally before, right? As I he sucks. He not sucks. There. Season, not not for one game this season. Yeah. Um, I can't find these stats. Just Google, just Google it and go on. Um... Yeah, I have Googled it. Son has yeah. bigly outscored uh, Rashford he... in the league. So, Son's on thirteen, Rashford's on nine. Oh, it, Rashford's only on nine in the league. Oh, fair play. But yeah, um... Rashford's not been not been bagging that many this year. Yeah. Overall play though has been great, but look, I think Son's yeah. a better player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Rash- Rashford's a better dribbler. I agree. Oh yeah, I agree. I think there's lots about Rashford's game and that is better than Son's, but I think Son's, yeah. Son's overall game is better. Yeah, I think they're I, I... remarkably similar players, though. They're extremely direct, quick, yeah, fantastic finishes. Yeah, actually, although although I would slightly maybe Temi could get on this as well, but I'd slightly disagree with saying. I think saying that Rashford's incredibly direct implies that he's like he does a lot of sort of trickery. Like he's one of the trickiest players in the league. Yeah. Oh yeah. He really is. He, he's very like, he likes to beat a man in a way that I don't think Son does. Son is not a, he's more he's of not a, a fan, he's not a fancy dribbler. Yeah. 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 Son's yeah. yeah. ceiling is definitely higher as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Rashford will have a better career than Son has. Um, yeah. Maybe he's, he's, he's a, lot, like, a lot younger, isn't he? But I think right now, as, as per the rules, uh, uh, we've moved on to the left wing here. Yeah, we um, have. It's a much more interesting one, especially with Son and Rashford there. I we I think you have to go Son. I really do think. Obviously, I'm biased, but yeah. I think Son's world class. I think he's he's got every all the tools you'd possibly want from a forward player. He is the modern archetypal winger in terms of his goal output and everything yeah. like that. I, I really don't see a lot of weaknesses with him. Personally. It's the tricky choice, but I'm taking Son. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When did this? When did this? When when we create this battle? Uh, I, this is purely this is purely for for conjecture. Now. We're, we're, talking, we're, like, we're talking about we, left wing here, right? Are we now playing Son on both wings? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have we, we cloned him all of a sudden? So, uh, Son, Son, Son's right foot that? is on the left, and Son's left foot is on the right. right. <laughs> so let, let's clarify for the for the, for the listeners here. We've had a bit of a discussion here about who to put on what wing, because frankly, to leave out both to leave out either Son or Rashford is is criminal. So we're playing Son on the right wing. I know, I know, it's disgusting. I know it's it's a, a touch of the FIFA, would, yeah. FIFA Ultimate Team BS. We're playing, seven, we're playing Son at seven cam. <laughs> we have to get our best players into the team, and I still think Son on the right wing probably still is the best right winger there. So there we go. He is the best right winger there. Has he played right wing at all for Tottenham? He has very yeah. early on under Potch. He played basically anywhere in the forward line. Right, um, but he's really and made the, the left free, wing. The free role that they own. all have at the moment, obviously, 
when Bale's been playing, it's been a bit more rigid, just so Bale can stay on the right. But I, I've seen Son pop up in all sorts of positions. Yeah, to be fair, like you say left wing, most of his goal scoring positions, he ends up on the right side of the box. He's also just, basically, just, under Mourinho, he's basically a striker, isn't he? Like yeah. Basically, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you did a 4-4-2, I would say more make a case for him being a centre forward rather than a, I also, a, a pure winger. Every time, every time I've seen yeah, a, sure. a Spurs like average heat map this season, Son is always higher up than Kane. Always. <laughs> mm. Well, Kane has the passing ability that Son doesn't, but Son yeah. has the pace, and I think Son is a bit more cute with his runs as well than Kane. He's, I think he, Kane because his pace is, does lets yeah. him down a little bit. So Son is one of the best off the ball runners I think I've ever seen. Human Son, um, I fucking love that man. I fucking yeah. love that man. He's one of the very few people at Tottenham where like he. Keep him at all costs. Keep him at all costs. Fuck everyone else. Him, <laughs> Ndombele, Harry Kane. Fuck everyone else. That's it. Yeah. I don't care. Right. So that's our left, wi- our right winger. Sorry, human son. Yeah. Should we just say who the who our respective nominees yeah. would be at least for left wing then? Sure. We put Tottenham a band is- name there, surely. Tottenham now don't have one because I don't. Uh, Son's I don't a right winger. Want- I don't want to play a Bamiyang on the left. A Bamiyang, like it's okay, the best I, chance of getting in, though. Yeah, there, there is something. Chance. There is something to talk about here, though, because I, I think a um, Bamiyang, having been a central striker all his career, is a complete myth that has been completely made up by Arsenal fans. He's played on the left for the most of his career, really. Like he's not a winger. He's definitely a like I don't know what you'd call it, like an inside forward or no, whatever. On FIFA Ultimate Team, he'd be an LF. An LF, yeah, exactly, exactly. He, um, <laughs> like he, he's got all the attributes of a striker. He's an abysmal dribbler, one of the worst I've ever seen. Um, he's a striker who plays on the left wing, basically. Um, Why? Like Son, a bit like Son, actually. Be- because he's Werner if he was good at finishing. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's because it's because the way Abamyang plays, it, it it's the best way to utilize his pace because he's he's got a sort of kind of trademark finish i don't like thierry thierry on comparisons because i think they're incredibly lazy but um he does do this sort of left to right type finish which yeah. is very very good at and it uses his pace and it means that we can accommodate uh, a striker i won't even talk about in alexander lacazette so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay i will say chelsea are very unlucky here i think that chelsea genuinely have some really good wingers like um pulisic a left wing is a good player, like we, you know, Sulisic. It's real. It's real. He's just <laughs> so me. injury prone. Dead for a while. Yeah, not for not for me, Clive. He's just me. been un- he's just been underwhelming this season, to be honest. I think I think he's not he's not in the chat purely because he should have been in the chat after the end of last season, but he's just not carried it on to this season. It's yeah. just not in good form. Yeah. Finally, would you say Martinelli is he a left winger? Um, this, I think it's the same situation with Aubameyang. The where exact same, yeah. Ultimately, I think he has the the skill set of a striker. Yeah, but again, he's he's going to struggle to find minutes yeah. in the Arsenal side. A, a lot a of the a lot striker. of the, the talk I've seen recently is that we are sort of honing him to be a striker, which I'm very excited to see. I think he's got all the tools to be a good striker, um, and it would save us from having to sign a striker this summer. Yeah. And like so, I was, ver- I was very impressed by him. I want to say last January, where yeah. Bamiyang was injured and he was playing in his stead, and he, he stepped up, up when, um, big time. Stepped so up when big Jumburg time. was your manager. For yeah, 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 yeah. For that comedy, comedy period. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's he is 
like he has got a good finish on him and i think what made him stand out a bit for me was that he can also like he was scoring a lot of headers he could head the ball really well we struggle with as a team but yeah, I, I, I don't think it, he's worth putting forward for this 11. Yeah. Let me just say, though, if if some of the chances that Lacazette has had this year fell to Martinelli, I think he would have scored at least as many goals. Definitely. Um, I think I think where we've got Tierney, who puts in pinpoint perfect crosses and yeah. no one to head them, I think I think Martinelli would have been a better striker than Lacazette Definitely. this season. Especially because the, the shininess of, uh, of Lacazette's bald head puts everyone else off from heading the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he's. He, I think. I think Martinez is a good player, but he's. He wouldn't even be near any discussions for the left wing spot in this team. <laughs> so we've we've pretty much established. I want to talk a little bit about Marcus Rashford very quickly because he yeah. is our left winger. Um, the man's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about him. He's um, so good. He's, I love that guy, man. Yeah. He. I think he's the closest I've had to what to what you've got with with Harry Kane in a, in, a, in a very long time. In that, I just I I would give him anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just he's just my favourite thing. Yeah. About um, he's such, obviously and let's let's discount his his many many successes off the field, which I really really respect him for. I'm sure you will do as well. I mean, yeah. he's the best left wing in the country outside of football. In an outside of football eleven, there'd be no. No, no, no. We should we shift him over to the right to accommodate Boris Johnson. I think Keith Starmer. But yeah, it. He's he's really really good at football though. He beats a man really really beautifully. He's got a great shot on him. Lovely dribble. I think uh, the only thing that that separates him from from the tippy top really is his decision making, and I think that would just come because he's got all the tools. He really does. Every year he looks a better player than yeah. the, he did the season before. I think he really stagnated under Mourinho, and that's one of my main reasons. And I think a lot of United fans' main reason actually for disliking Mourinho is what what he tried to do to Marcus Rashford because he mm. stalled for for two good years. Um, but when he burst onto the scene. It, it, this is not the player I was expecting that we were getting. Yeah. He's worked so hard on his physique, so he can really hold off some of the strongest defenders. Uh, he's like quick on the turn, not just not just like at the sprint, but while, while his decision-making isn't great, he makes them quickly. Yeah. Um, direct, but also doesn't mind uh, a bit of a duel or a battle. Uh, he can he can shit-talk. He can be the nicest guy on the field. I think he's got, he's got it all, really. Yeah. I, I think he uh, like I know people laugh at them and and obviously Mbappe is better but you can see why he there was comparisons between the two. Mm. Uh, I, I th- one, one comparison that I think retrospectively looks very unfair to Rashford is those with Martial. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> yeah. I think he is a far better player, far far better player. Than, uh, I think in other on on his day as well, which I think Rashford on his day is quite is saying something. Remember watching him against uh, Leipzig. On his day, he is like an otherworldly good player. Yeah. Frighteningly um, good, yeah. I think. Especially yeah. in big European games. That like level. Nearly every big European game I can remember where United have triumphed, it's been because of him or a large part of it is down to him. Like all the PSG oh, yeah. games, him. Leipzig, I, I, yeah. like, that was great. Like the performance he did at Old Trafford, unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. Tuesday um, night, Marcus Rashford goes absolutely crazy. 
and that is what I forgot to say as well. Uh, he, he's another one who stands up. I remember I was saying about McTominay, Rashford, Rashford will play the big games always. Yeah. The way he burst onto the scene, then what, what he did at the Etihad to win that game 1-0. He's always had that ruthlessness in him. That's like he's not he's not phased by the big occasion. Um, I remember that horrible horrible day when I found myself at, at, at Pat's house. It wasn't horrible because I was at Pat's house. Yeah, it was a tip. We watched, we watched England go out to Iceland. Yeah, your your mother's soft furnishings, my God, <laughs> <laughs> atrocious. But yeah, we watched England go out to Iceland in 2016, and Rashford came on for the last four minutes of the game, completing more take-ons than any other England player for the whole game. <laughs> Um, and I'll never, Jesus. I'll never forget seeing that. And I was like, this, this guy would try. Like he would yeah. stand up to the big games. He's yeah. not phased, and that is huge for a player. You, you can see why he's always, he's always rated as one of the most valuable players in the world in terms of how much it would actually cost. I, you, United wouldn't listen to any less than what, like two hundred million or something. I honestly don't see us listening to any of it. He'll end his career no. there, hundred percent. Yeah, he, he, he's uh, a one club player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. I think well, striker wise. <laughs> I think it's some, uh, you know, I, I can make any, as much jokes as you want, but like ultimately it's clear who it is. So let's talk about everyone else and then talk about Alexander Lacazette, okay? See, I thought at the start you were going to do that and then you went for so long that I was like, nah, he's going to say Harry Kane. That's <laughs> too good. Right, so let's start with, let's start with uh, the worst track on the list I've got here, Timo Werner. Um, Ah, see. where do you begin? Where are you, who are you putting forward? Actually, I am. I am going to cut you off and say, stick that name in the bin. I don't want to hear it, and oh, I want to be hearing. I thought you were going to claim that he was better than someone else. Oh, you! I was so <laughs> I, scared. I, the only, the only, only, only name I want to be hearing is Tammy, who I think we've we've done dirty. You have, and maybe done him filthily for as many opportunities as he's had. Well, Tammy has been our top scorer two seasons in a row, one of which he's barely played. He's always for Werner. Who are, hmm? No, 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 say that again. I, I must have I must have misinterpreted what you were Tammy, saying. Tammy's our top scorer this season. <laughs> I don't remember him playing a game. <laughs> exactly, that's my point. He's been, he's been oh, done so dirty. I can't think now, of Pat, he's Swansea, you about What you said earlier about accustoming for Havertz, I don't think we've done that. For Werner, we unequivocally has. Oh yeah, you, have, oh, you've, you've absolutely you, have. You've put jigsaw pieces all over the place to to get Werner in the team every single week, and he is so shit. Yeah, he has he has no right even being in the conversation. The only name I want to be hearing there is Tammy, <laughs> who I think is great. We've done Fair dirty. Enough. He's have no right player. Have you done big man, little man with Werner as the little man? Uh, oh, the we've tried it on a couple of we've tried it on a couple yeah. occasions with Giroud. Yeah. I know um, Tuchel is a very fastidious tactician, but if you just went to him simply, look, big man, <laughs> little man, I'm sure he'd oblige. <laughs> no, 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 but Arteta Art- Art- would be big man, little man, and he'd have Tammy as the little man. He'd make Werner be the big man. Playing 5D chess. <laughs> I realise Werner had 10 goals this season. Is that in well, all I mean, comps? Yeah, while we joke about still this, him and barely played. if we were there's, playing there's no a 4-4-2, four, four, it would be big man, little man with Kane and Abamyang. Yeah, but... Abamyang is the same height as Kane. For yeah, they're the same height. But yeah, I but, understand, understand yeah, but Abamyang <laughs> is a is a is a little man. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get Abamyang to have like little soles, and then and then Kane can have like big platform shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on from Chelsea. Kane Chelsea, and his dealer stompers. Yeah. Since um since Drogba, yeah, stri- striker chat, and Costa maybe like 
Chelsea have never really had this draft, apart from Diego Costa would be the last good one. Um, let's move on to Arsenal. I think their sl- the striker selection is the second worst. Yeah, I mean, we we got we snuck Aubameyang into the left wing discussion. If we were talking about him, striker, you know, he's he's a great striker. But if if Lacazette is our is our primary option here, I think he is a a fine player. But I think he he would look a lot better at sort of like a a Southampton. <laughs> I mean, he looked good at Leon, and I think that's yeah. That's where his level is. I don't think he sh- I don't think he should ever be the starting striker for Arsenal. And I'd rather put forward a Bamiang and just leave the left wing empty. <laughs> I love frankly. I love making fun of Lacazette, but he is an he's a decent player. Like he's not. He yeah, I don't bad. get me wrong. He's a decent player. He scores some like good goals. Like there's no one else I see score the stupid goals that he scores. Like where he's <laughs> like he's he's like facing away from the goal. He's got like two inches of space, and he'll he's, spin he's, around. Yeah, he's the spin around, BS. and it goes. Yeah, he's he's moon, moonwalking on the box. <laughs> but like, if you watch, if you watch, like, give him a simple chance, and he doesn't put it away. No, yeah, yeah, he's and bizarre. That's... But ultimately, those two, I'd say Cavani and Mason Greenwood would probably be a better selection of strikers right now. Would you say? I don't know. I would take a Bamiang over both of them yeah, right yeah. now. Really? Kavan- right now? Uh, no. A Bamiang looks oh, like depressed right now. Like no, 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 no. But, no, no hang on. I'm going to put a stop to this right, right now. Sorry. A Bamiang, even in his worst season, is better than Cavani. Mason Greenwood? Mason Greenwood? I don't Mason know. Mason Greenwood's played, he's played a striker like twice. He's not He's not like a... He's played right wing the whole time pretty much. And And... And for the record, Aubameyang is still better than Mason Greenwood. Come on, like yeah, like while Mason Greenwood is good, don't get me wrong, and I think he's going to be great yeah. in the future. But you can't be. I I think it's disrespectful no, to Aubameyang. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, piling, I'm piling on. I'm piling on. I know. I'm not going to hear too much disrespect of Aubameyang's name. I think I think people have been like he's not had a great season, but he's still he still scored more in the Premier League than, than Lacazette. Uh, the different standards those two get judged by is crazy. Lacazette mm. has scored less goals in the Premier League than Aubameyang, and like our fans are all saying, what a great season he's had, and Aubameyang's had the worst season of all time. Like, it's it's because Aubameyang is such a lethal scorer that he's being judged so harshly right now. Well, I think I'm so yeah. jaded towards Aubameyang specifically because there was a long, long time where it was between him and Kane who was the better one. And I was so fervent that it was Harry Kane the whole way through. And no one listened to me. No one listened to me. <laughs> And now I've been vindicated, finally, that my man is the best. And I'm going to talk about him right now. And, you know, you guys can look at his phones, whatever. I'm going to talk for a while. <laughs> this man. Options. Yeah, yeah no, I was no, going to no, say, did no, you no, want no, to talk give, about... Give, give Terry a chance. Yeah, talk about Cavani and, and Greenwood. No, 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 Greenwood. not Greenwood. It's Martial, who's shit. Uh, it's... I don't know if I'll talk about Martial. <laughs> it's going to be Cavani or Martial. Cavani's um, the better player, but I feel weird putting him forward because he doesn't really feel like our player. I don't know. He, he he's not on loan. He's he's going to leave and it feels like he's on loan. I really like him, but I, it would feel like I was pushing like Henrik Larsson like, from his head. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't really make sense to me. Martial's a, a really, really good footballer in a really, really bad place. Um, I think on his day, um, he, he's top, top level, but come on. I mean, um, last season he was excellent, like excellent. This season he's been like, dire, Awful, awful, awful footballer yeah. this season. So who knows, who knows what the future holds for him? I think he's probably he's better than all of Chelsea's strikers. I think <laughs> yeah, um, he's better than. Uh, I think there's a better debate the to be able to be I reckon as well. So what would you say? 
I think there's yeah. a debate to be had between Martial think, and Tammy. Do you say he's better than Bamiang? No, no, he's better than all the others apart oh, from Bamiang. Oh, thank. Oh, I thought we would have the mother of all arguments here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Harry Kane real quick. Um, I'd say comfortably he's the best player I've ever seen at Tottenham. This season has been the proof of that. I say up until this season, I'd say Gareth Bale in his last season was the best player I've ever seen. But Harry Kane this season. Um, has, has transcended the very game of football in my opinion and so, the stuff his versatility and his seemingly lack of any real weakness apart from his pace which ultimately he can't do anything about that you know the man is a god a living <laughs> legend um, and I hope he breaks the Premier League scoring record I, I think he will whether it be at Spurs or not once he leaves, I'll still support him wherever he goes, as long as he doesn't go to like Arsenal or Chelsea, which I'm sure he won't. <laughs> to Arsenal. That would be fantastic. Um, We've yeah, not got a manager guy... with the balls to pull off that transfer. No, you've not. Big Wings could, could have done a little something there, I think. But this guy... 40, 40, 40 mil plus one. A little whisper in the ear. <laughs> yes, exactly this guy, I love... I love him as much as Tottenham itself. He is Tottenham to me. He is. And when he leaves the club that I support, I will I will feel a little bit like okay, I, I actually don't care as much anymore about this club specifically because he's such a massive part of everything it is right now to support this team. Yeah. Um his his passing, world class. His finishing, world class. His his strength, his the man's such a beast, world class. Well, as well, I was going to say, obviously his pace, not what he's, he's, he's an underrated dribbler as well, I think. I think he's got a, a, a lot of good little moves. Mm. His in-game intelligence as what to do when, when to get the foul, when to push on, world-class. He has everything. I, I hope he does well at the Euros. I know he will do well at the Euros. The guy is is just different gravy. Different he's the best, fucking he, he's gravy. The, He's the best striker in the world, bar none. I won't hear about Lewandowski. Bar none, it's... bar none, bar none. Yeah, zero. Um, I heard, I heard um, again, HRTC7 is getting a big shout out for me today. <laughs> that Lewandowski is the best goal scorer in the world and Harry Kane is easily the best striker in the world. And I couldn't agree more. Lewandowski's mm, yeah, in yeah, the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah. I 100% agree yeah. with that. I think Lewandowski is, is, has the edge on him in terms of his goal scoring. Harry Kane's a better player, better footballer, better everything else. By quite a yeah. lot. By yeah. quite yeah. a lot. I think, Kane, I think Kane is the best number nine English number nine we've seen in our collective lifetimes yeah I think I will agree very yeah. very easily yeah yeah. I think he's better than Shearer I don't think Rooney was a nine I don't think Rooney was a nine no no no, no. Rooney I, I will ride out until the day I die for Rooney um, and yeah. we'll, we'll talk about this in another episode personally for me Rooney is the second best striker in the Premier League in Premier League history um, but he's a very different kind of player yeah um, yeah a lot, a lot of actually a lot of weird similarities in their games in terms of like, Rooney was so creative as well um, yeah, and I think Kane always dropping deep, trying yeah. to do something. Yeah, and Kane yeah, he's very much in the in the Rooney mold. There's, there's lots to Kane's game that then that is a lot more polished than than it ever was in Rooney's. And then yeah. there was a lot to Rooney's game that that is a lot better. Than yeah, it, yeah. Than I think Kane's early game. early Rooney is very different to early Kane in terms yeah. of their out, in terms of everything really in yeah. terms of their play yeah. style, in terms of the output. Um, yeah, what you said Harry about Kane, what, what you said about him so far, it, it's like. Um, for, for Tottenham fans right now, they're watching their Thierry Henry, aren't they? Like the, the player that you will talk about for the rest of your life. And when you're in 20 years time, you'll be watching YouTube compilations of, of how good Harry Kane was. He's 
a living Spurs legend, much more so than Gareth Bale, I think. Than anyone um, else, than anyone else. And the thing is, the really crazy thing is, he's from the same town as my parents. Like, he lives maybe a mile away from where I live. He's from where a mile away from where I'm from. He's literally from the same place as me. That's sick. And for, for that guy to be from the next town over, to be, in my opinion, the best number nine in the world, that is such a crazy thing. And not only that, he supports my team. He plays for my team. You know, it's a crazy, crazy feeling to have. He supports your team. Yeah, I do yeah. have to talk about that. That that Ooh, one. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he dabbles. He dabbles. You know, <laughs> <laughs> bit, of bit of Arsenal. Bit of Arsenal. He dabbles in a few Arsenal. In, in what we yeah. in what we described as one of the best rivalries in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. He I hope to be clear, it was red. Is he died Freddie Lundberg esque? <laughs> I think he's got two major ops that he needs to slay before he can be considered the best Premier League striker of all time. And that's obviously Omri. No, three, actually. He's got Omri. I think he's got Rooney yeah. and Shearer. Because I think by winning a title, because I think ultimately he does, he does need to win the title as much. What I said before, yeah. relax. You can't be... Because Shearer, you know, no one talks about Shearer, really, but Shearer won one title. Yeah. But he's got buckets of goals. Yeah, but he, he dragged that team to that title. Kane, Kane, I, I think Kane would be, would be dragging Tottenham though. Like I, I think Son is a great, great player. I think Kane is five times the player that Son is. I think Kane yeah. is like crazy yeah. good. What I will yeah, say I as well is that to win, to to drag your team or anything to win the Premier League in '93 is such a different. Actually, it might be '95. Was such a different task than to win it in 2021. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think you can really compare. I'm going to make a for me. For me, I think if he beats that that Shearer goals record, then Shearer's Gonski. I don't care if, if Kane. Yeah, that 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 out here, that out here, that out here. I I agree with Shira Sammy has, on really, that, but I don't think Kane would be even even at his absolute best capable of dragging Tottenham to a title. Even if even if he'd have he'd have to bag thirty five. I, I, I think that's a whole a whole other discussion because you're, you're, yeah, you're I, probably, think have, I think he'd have to bag thirty five. You're, 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 you're probably good. right. I think Kane. I, I hate to say it with Ed here because it's cause it's such a sad thing to say with Tottenham fans. But I think if Kane wins the Premier League, it's going to be with a different club. No, like, I, I'm prepared for that. I'm very much this. prepared for that. Yeah. Um, but. I don't want to think about that personally. Um, <laughs> Just, <yeah. laughs> uh, and to be honest, you know, I'm glad that you guys in the summer, you know, you get to appreciate him as being part of the team that you support. It's such a pleasure I'm really to excited watch for it. him I'm really all excited the time. To do it again it was yeah, great I, I think so, yes, you're, you're right. Supporting Kane, sorry, Sir Harold Kane on the international stage is a is a privilege. I hope he plays until he's like 85. I hope he scores a million <laughs> goals. Love him. <laughs> Swing goal, we've got Burton Leno. Our back four is one of Aaron Wambasaka, Harry Maguire, Gabriel, and Luke Shaw. I think that's a pretty sturdy defense, personally. Solid, solid. Our midfield three, and now this is source on not even tack on on the full flow. It's Kante, 
holding it down with Ndombele at the eight. And I've written down Penandes, but I should have said Fernandez at number 10. <laughs> I'm sure we voted Pogba. I thought, yeah, I thought we picked Pogba. And, and, and gone for a Ndombele. No, no, I picked Ndombele. Let's just have it. It was part of my Fernandez round. I, 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 I let him have Ndombele to. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It was, Tem- it was, it was Tem- a little Tem- I'm so sorry, Paul. I should have fought harder for you. <laughs> sorry, Paul. <laughs> we'll, get you, we'll get you on the pod as well. That's <laughs> yeah. left wing. We've got MBE Marcus Rashford. I think we can all agree on that. Right wing, we've got out of position, but still effective. We've got Hillman Son. At the number nine position, of course, we've got Harold Kane. Where do we Is there a Chelsea player on that side? Oh, Kante. Kante. Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking that as we were discussing wingers. Like, have we not got anyone from Chelsea? We've got one Chelsea. We've, we've got, got two, two Arsenal. Arsenal. We've got three Spurs. And we've got four United. So United win, basically. Yeah. I think it's very uh, it's, it's very unfortunate for Mason Mount to miss out. I'd like to get him in there somehow, but... you know, Yeah, he, he deserves so. it. But, yeah, Harry yeah, Wings, Mason Mount. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do page. I'm a manager. I'm a manager. I'm a manager. Oh, bench manager. manager. Okay, okay. Yeah. Goalkeeper. Um, Loris. Backup keeper is the hay. I don't even care. I was gonna say Mendy. So that's. Oh, really yeah. let, let, let's not talk about. Let's not talk about goalkeeper. Ed, you just pick which one you want, and we'll move to the fun positions. Oh, okay. <laughs> you go. Let's not even say it. <laughs> I think. I think because of how closely contested it was, we got to put Tierney on the bench. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, get him on there. Get him we'll on put, there. We'll put a centre back, a uh, full back, which would be Tierney, and then how many is on the bench? Five? Seven. So, goalkeeper, centre back, full back, uh, centre mid, a winger, and a, a striker, and something else. So, and we'll put Tierney. Wild, wild card, yeah. <laughs> we'll put Tierney as our bench. We'll put a backup centre back. I think Zuma, Zuma, right? Yeah. Zuma. I think Zuma's a fair yeah. shout. Get him, on, get him on there. Um, let's talk midfielders. I think Mason Mount's got to be on the bench. Has to be. Pog, yeah, Pog, Pog, to be. Pog, yeah. Pogba Mount. I, th- I think, yeah, I think Pogba's Pogba 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 on the bench first. Yeah. Pogba Mount. Mount can play deep. Mount's first it up. Uh, oh, so p- party, party, party is yeah, unfortunate. I, if he had a bench for the bench. miss out on the bench. Uh, if he'd had a better, a slightly I w- less season, he'd be in. I if, he'd put, a, if, he, if he'd had a slightly less injured season, he'd be, he'd be there. Let's not. I would put Pai on the bench ahead of Mount and then have Pai and Pogba as the bench. But... Oh, Pai and Pogba, you know, I'd kill to see that. so would I. <laughs> yeah. And I, love I, I love Mason I think Mount. they do similar job. I think Mason Mount's the most advanced out of those two, right? Yeah. I think Mason Mount and Pogba do similar jobs. As the functionality think... of a bench, who, like, I, I feel like... I think you'd want Pai... And Pogba, you can't have Pogba and Mount. You have no one to bring on to sort of solidify things. Yeah, yeah. I think you, I think you have Pai to bring oh, on. Hamza, I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he did a bench to include Mason I Mount. Do love Mason <laughs> he's not, he's not made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've, I've been out. I've been outvoted. I'd still maintain. If I was a manager, Hamerson, I would probably put Mount and Pogba. Probably. But I've been outvoted. I don't have the energy to debate. That's, so that's just misery I'm, for I'm me. I'm going to cross out Mason Mount. I'm going to put Thomas Party. Properly Who's... scribble out his name with like loads of aggression. Tipex the lot. <laughs> Who is our our wing reserve option? This is Saka. I think it's Saka. Saka. Yeah. Um, Something Gareth, different. Gareth John Bale as well. 
knocking about. We've got. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just no, say as well. Sack is going to fail in there and not mount. I'm sorry. Saka can play any one of these. Saka can play any one of these bastard positions as well. Yeah, what I will say is, I don't. I don't think there's a striker from any of these teams that wants that. Bamiyang brings something different. Um, okay, Bamiyang. Yeah, what about Carlos Vinicius? I could just say as well, a Bamiyang is the antithesis of the something different striker. I was just saying that he comes in and does exactly what someone else was doing. He solves no problems whatsoever. He's there. He's there if Kane gets injured. We'll, we'll yeah. throw a bad into the mixer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like he's Andy Carroll. <laughs> if 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 we're really tearing them apart and we start trying to play like four up front, <laughs> <laughs> who's our backup striker then? Abamiang. Abamiang. Yeah. Probably. Who's our manager? Because I don't like any of our four managers. I, I think it's Tuchel. <laughs> I think it. I think it is. I Tuchel. think it's Tuchel. I think it's so calmly Tuchel. I think it's well. going to have to be uh, the ugly German. I, I, I think it's Solskjaer next, by the way. I think, I don't see it. I don't see it. Do you not? I I I would have picked. I was going to pick Solskjaer because I think when you've got the team that's this good, all you've got to do is tell them to go out and enjoy. Oh, yeah, enjoy yourself! Like, <laughs> all these players are top class. They don't Kante. need like that they don't need have to be so told much what to do. fun out there. That I, team would like, be having at the time of their fucking like, life. We don't, we don't want Mourinho because that will Mourinho will ruin it. Arteta Mourinho... will stick him in a stupid <laughs> formation and ruin it. Mourinho was told to go out there and feel terrible. Tuchel was in the Champions League final last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is too cool. It is too cool. But all I'm saying is prepare, prepare to see Kane play left back. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see our. I don't want to see our like world class team get played out of position. And I think. I think the person that guarantees think, um... that is Ole because he'll just yeah okay no no, no, no. Just put them where right, they want to go right. It's 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 Oggs because. Because the things that Mourinho and Tuchel would oh, do line up, I thought you want to fucking be horrible. Yeah. Can we agree <laughs> that it would be Arteta last though? I, 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 he's not a manager. He's just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Arteta is not. Awesome. I think we got we'll go Ox, Tuchel, Mourinho, Arteta, Ox. Yeah, Ox is Ox is, and also Ox. If this team somehow lost a game, because it shouldn't be losing games, this team should win the league, and we'll get onto that. But yeah. if this team did lose a game, like. Oggs would go out there and say, you know, I that all the players were great. They all tried their best. Uh, that you know, we had yeah. a great time. We're glad to be here. Mourinho would come out there and he'd say, he'd be you know, funny. K- Kane isn't good enough. <laughs> we need better than Kane. I've been given these. I've been given these shit options, and if someone can give me Eric Dyer, we'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so let's let's go from the very very top in goal. Burt Leno as our starting goalkeeper, our back four. Luke Shaw, Gabriel, Maguire, and Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Our midfield three is Kante, Ndombele, and Bruno Fernandes. Left wing, we've got Marcus Rashford. Right wing, we've got Hyungman Son. Up top, we've got Kane. Our bench, we've got Hugo Lloris, Kurt Zuma, Kieran Tierney, Thomas Partey, Paul Pogba. I can't see why I've written there. <laughs> You've written Bakayo, Bakayo Saka and then scribbled it out. <laughs> yeah, you scribbled it out. Yeah, Emil Aubameyang. And as our manager, we've got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because ultimately we want to have fun and we want the players to have yeah. fun. <laughs> we want to have fun. Yeah. That team I think wins, that wins everything. It, it, wins the, it wins the Champions League. That's what it wins. <laughs> only concerns wins I've as got, many tournaments as it enters into. Yeah. The only concerns I've got is I think Fernandez and Kane occupy a lot of the same space in that one. I lost. Uh, think about the goals and assists for each other. Just think about it. Yeah, I think I think they're occupying. Anywhere. 
they're occupying the same space in the way that they just kind of revolve. But how can they both? How can they both stat pad against West Brom away? <laughs> We're talking eight <laughs> nine nil. Oh, they they both get four goals and three. Yeah, Patrick, like they can Kane very Patrick much both stat pad. Here. Here's okay, this, 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 this team beat Southampton eighteen two. There's one for you. Who takes penalties? Bruno. Kane. 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 Kane is the best Kane. player second in the world. Kane. Kane. Uh, okay, sure. Sure. Yeah. I've seen Kane. Missed one penalty in his entire career, and he was and so mad. At uh, the next, the next corner we had, I've he, he turned into prime drug <laughs> against Bayern because <laughs> he was so no, furious at himself. But to pick Bruno to take penalties would be would be a fallacy. Kane Kane is solely every time I see him step up for a penalty, I'm like, well, that's a goal. Why am I even watching this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't even get nerves when Kane gets up to take a penalty because I'm like, right, just get the ball back to center circle. He's it's done. Just good. <laughs> Fernandez, I'm like maybe he'll he slip there's up none, of, he none of this nonsense, none of this nonsense hops. He yeah. just blasts. Well, well, whereas whereas Bruno, whereas Bruno will score 18 of 19 penalties, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's on. Kane will probably <laughs> score all 19. But if yeah, and you're right, Bruno might slip when he hops or accidentally twist an ankle, <laughs> which we don't yeah. want. So we'll let him take. Them. Who's <laughs> on free kick? I think. Um... It's Peter no, Rashford, not, Fernandez, right? Not, not Kane. I do not want Definitely to see Kane near Kane. a free kick. Kane's he's so bad. Either. This is like, this is the thing. Sorry, he's I think, such a free um, kick fraud. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm going, I'm going Marcus. Free that, that free kick against if, us will never Pogba be forgotten. Had, if Pogba had reclaimed his place off of Ndombele, I think I'd... Yeah. Uh, no, no. Unreal penalty uh, free kick taker. Yeah, yeah. Get Bruno on it. Get Bruno on yeah, it. Bruno. Rash- Hammerson, I heard you just say in favour of Rashford. I think you might have been talking about the one good free kick he's ever scored. Now he was saying it will never happen again. Oh right, right. Because yeah, Rashford and Kane are like they're so good at everything else. They still haven't seen a free kick. I'm not even bothered. Like <laughs> I won't watch it. No. <laughs> Who's our captain? Who's our captain? Kane or Maguire, basically. It's Kane. um. Hate strikers as captains. So I don't like strikers as captains. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's honest, even though face. he's not, even though he's not captain of his team, I'd probably pick Fernandez. I'm gonna uh, say Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm saying. Could you could you have Captain Fernandez not taking pens? Though I think that's a bit of an, a bit of an L. When you've got when you've got Kane taking the pens, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't think anyone else gets to say. Play the Van Hal penalty system just between the two of them. Oh, okay, okay. Score as soon as you miss the other one, son. Yeah. The Van Hoppen system. That, that is a podcast episode right there. I love that so, <laughs> so much. Well, Fernandez is, Fernandez is Man United's de facto captain anyway, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Although, who, wears, who wears the armband for you? Maguire. Harry, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's captain material. He looks like a captain, but remember when Martial got sent off and for, for a really unjust thing and then yeah. R- R- Maguire was like, nah, bro, get off the pitch, take yeah, it. Yeah, I was, I was furious. That's not what a captain and does. Fernandez he's, he's just, well. he's just Fernandez playing over night. He was an embarrassment that, that day. Yeah. <laughs> five, five years time, give it MBE. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Oh, he's definitely going to be Man United captain. Isn't yeah. Like, Although no I must say, the oh, I, sorry, the idea of a winger being your captain, a left is... winger can... being captain is disgusting. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can, 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 stinky. Can Tierney... Yeah, but no, he's a captain because the rest of the team stinks. <laughs> can Can Tierney be captain from the bench? He's such a captain. <laughs> Yeah, Artini captain. is captain material. Fullback captains, I love that. I really yeah, love yeah. So that. Fullback off CDM. I really that's want to put the on Shaw or Wambasaka. Maybe Shaw. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't. Oh, is Shaw the type? I don't see him shouting to like. No, he's not really a leader. Out. He quietly does his job, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, make a fat joke, please. I'm still so hard by the exclusion. Well, he can't be captain because he's not even on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about it, Hamilton. I think Mason Mount is a... No, Hamilton, fun. trust me. In our team, he's captain of the under-21s. He's making a big push. <laughs> <laughs> He'll make his breakthrough soon. Him, Carlos Vinicius, <laughs> all the man then. Down there. <laughs> Rest okay. in the knowledge that when we do this team... On the on the thousandth episode of this podcast in five years' time, yeah, Mount will be in it. Okay, Mount will be Mount will be captain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I love the way we've I... not even discussed like the most expensive player I think on this list, Nicholas Pepe. Like he is, literally hasn't been brought up. Uh, Pogba <laughs> was more expensive than him, but but oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Ultimately, okay. we're talking about the Premier League's best eleven. We're not talking about Pepe's okay. not near that. <laughs> uh, not even um, no. The flop eleven. Occupying that right wing <laughs> very quickly. Saka, I swear, like, do you think he could be a number eight? Is he, is he good I, at I, tackling? Yeah, he's he's everything, bro. He I, 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 well, he played left back for a yeah. season. But like, number eight is the everything position. If you're yeah. a great player. And you don't really know where to play, but you can play eight. You play eight because eight is Although, the most. Yeah, the only player. issue with him at eight is that he's not really got the strength. Yeah. To be. Although he, he's he, he's deceptively. Really I think that strong. comes with age, though. To be fair, I this maybe is a little bit of a hot take. I could see him being a really, really good ten. A really. Good I 10. would like to see him played at ten. Hmm. I, I think he should get a chance there, especially because it would let Pepe play on the right, which is as we said. I don't want him. Yeah. Why? I, I mean, I'm talking strictly for England, Arsenal. You know, I couldn't care less. Like <laughs> I can see him being a good. I mean, obviously you got my man Jude Bellingham. We'll get onto him in a later episode. Yeah, I can see him fit into that centre midfield. Very. I think he could be the answer to all England's problems, personally. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I. I think. I think Jude Bellingham is is our eight for for the next twenty years. I'm <laughs> no, I love that guy so much. And he's like he's like he's like twelve years old. He'll be hitting his yeah. peak in twenty years. You say twenty years, like. He could be playing in twenty years' time. Yeah, if, yeah. if if he was a left back, it'd be thirty years till he hit his peak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, yeah, let's, and let's let's conclude with that. Okay, guys, that was a pretty good episode. Actually, enjoyed that yeah. one. Hammerson, goodbye. It's good to have you back today, mate. Um, a lot of good pom- points. Kante, obviously, the only one that got into the side. Shame, shame about Mason Mount. <laughs> yeah. um, goodbye. Always a pleasure. Good night. Yeah, always a pleasure. Temi, Man United ultimately won this contest today. You got a lot of good players and you got the manager as well. So you must be pretty chuffed with that. Just a bit. Thank you very much. See you Lovely later. Stuff. Lovely stuff. Arsenal guys, I'll start with you, Dixon. Um, you got Gabriel and you got Leno. Arsenal being defensively solid, like that's something I never thought I'd say out loud. You must be, yeah, you must be pretty happy with that, to be fair. And Arsenal's gone by very recently. Arsenal are not getting anyone into that side. Uh, you win some, you lose some, eh? <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> that's not even nihilistic, that's just Please weird. Please, God, elaborate on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know, but I will say goodbye. <laughs> you got Tierney and Party in the bench as well. Overall, I think, you know, we obviously we cover the best some of the best teams in the country and I think we've got a very good team I think that's winning leagues but until next time please follow the podcast on Spotify rate it on Apple Podcasts listen to it on Google Podcasts apparently that's the thing I only found out the other day share it with your friends and yeah 
We'll see you in the next one.